up, Craig? What's up, Craig? Good to see you. Critter pit. It's Critter Pit. It's Critter Pit time. Episode 11. Who would have thought? Episode 11. Oof. 1-1. One, we're, one. We're, we're old hats at this now. I know. Basically the Roger Ebert and Cisco of the movie podcasting space. I think that's pretty, that's what people are saying. Especially it's since kind of just we give our vibe. famous thumbs up and thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, we should we should move to a four star rating. Four star rating. That's how Ebert did yeah. it. You had four true. stars. Yeah. Kinda weird. I don't know. I I'm not a fan of it. I think to be honest. I, I, so I was watching the Men in Black movies this weekend, and they all like <laughs> movies like that. Like they make me rethink my scale, where it's like mm. I like these movies. I gave Walkabout a four, but I gave yeah. Men in Black one a three and a half, and it's like, well, See, there's a yeah. there's a higher quality difference there, but I like them both a lot. So it's like that's something to... I'm grappling with as well. I think it comes down to just establishing the metric because my system it's just pure enjoyment. And that enjoyment yeah. can come from like it's so bad, it's funny, or it's mm-hmm. silly and it's funny, or it's genuinely thought provoking, incredible. You know, it can come from any yeah. range of things because I think in art, you know, value can I, be found yeah. everywhere. And it's all subjective anyway, right? So exactly. it's all about the, the end level of the day enjoyment you get. But it still it feels matter. weird to put Men in Black yeah. and walk about just half a star apart. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've been having that issue with my Critter Pit rankings where it's like, is RoboCop better than Seven Samurai? <laughs> it very well might be. <laughs> RoboCop. Just, you know, uh, tune into the episode where we talk about RoboCop and find out. Yeah. I'm just um, breadcrumbs. 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 Exactly. It's a little It's a little hint. Yeah. Um, let's... So, so, how, so how you been, Samuel? I've been good. I have been good. Um, just been, nice. you know, working. Today I did some weeding working. in this super crazy Ooh. overgrown yard. So, you know, that's always fun. I got offered a job at an ice cream place, which I might take. That would be vibes. Um, it would be vibes. It would be vibes. Somebody I dated works there, though, so I don't there know. There you go. That vibe would there be all the way there or not. <laughs> rekindle, rekindle this summer romance. Uh, yeah, like I don't think that'll happen, but <laughs> we will see. Survive. Yeah. Um, That's how's, good. How have you been? Um, I'm a little hungover, to be honest. You were at a big old staff party last night. Yeah. I friggin' I missed all the good parts of the staff party, though, which sucks balls. That does Just suck. due to circumstance. I missed the paintballing. I missed the skinny dipping. I missed the skinny dipping. I missed it all. Skinny dipping. How did you miss yeah. all of this? I just because the person I got a ride with, um, showed up very late and left very early, <laughs> so I had to leave as well. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I don't know. I uh, woke up this morning with a big cut across my face. A very big cut. So you know how it got there? No clue. No clue. No clue. That's that's yeah. exciting. Sort of that's teleported last night. Yeah? Yeah. Crazy it's night really way. Just kind of Yeah. After party at Dougal's, so How late yeah, pretty did wild. it end up going? I I think like four AM. 
Nice. So pretty late. Solid. Yeah. Work at nine AM though. It's nice. Oh yeah. Um our mutual friend Michael is leaving Moxie's. Why? What a shame. He got a job offer for a place up in the mountains at a fine dining restaurant. I so, was ready for you to say he got AIDS. I was like, <laughs> he got AIDS. <laughs> Rip hey, knowing that Michael. So God bless that Michael. The God Michael arc Michael. is ending. Um, I hope he recovers quickly. And he is, yeah. Why did you abort the game? Uh, how did I abort the game? Oh yeah, Critter Nash. We're uh, we're hitting some chests. Okay, there we go. Yeah, because it's a seven seal episode. Seven I didn't realize seal. I had a um, chess.com account, but I do. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you've been practicing. I have been practicing. Uh, in a long time. I see. It auto-aborts if you don't move. So we'll just wait until we're ready yeah. to start the chess game. Yeah. Until all this top-of-the-show business is over. Yeah, top-of-the-show? Should we get Graham in now for the... He said he's going to join, but he's not going to tell us when. Okay. So I guess we have so, no control. Yeah, he'll be here whenever he wants to be here. Uh, um, we're going to have Graham on to talk about Bo is Afraid. Um, he's a big fan. Yeah, it's a very. Big he said it's. He said it's uh, almost his favorite movie, which is incredible. Damn, that's crazy good. to think about. Because yeah. we'll, we'll Graham is, he's yeah. ride or die. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, I was like his, at least sixty percent of his personality, was, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. So, like, I would say in the first semester, it is the only thing that I knew about him. <laughs> <laughs> that and that? that he did a he did a a big dive roll on the first day in Young's class. Right, that's right. No that's one seems to remember that. I remember that. But I was, but I was like, oh, look at this, this guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, this guy's like, coming yeah. on a podcast. I'm gonna do. Yeah, this guy's gonna be our third co-host for sure. Yeah, for we like him. looked at each other and we're like, that's locked in. You could just see it in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Top of the show. I don't. I didn't. I didn't come with much today. I just yeah, me neither. It's just kind of. It's a very gray day in Edmonton. It like is it's been raining it all is day over here as well. It's raining too. Yeah. So it's kind of a um, perfect like seven seal day in that way. It's one of. It's been one of those days where I've just been chilling with my cat and trying to find everything I lost last night. Nice. One of those mystery yeah. days. Like, oh, let's just solve Did the mystery. Did you find anything you didn't know? that you like had like just random stuff appear in your pockets or anything like that? No, I never, I never really have that. Well, I've had that before, but I can't tell that story. Um, <laughs> that's an after dark story. Yeah. Like. That's a, it's between me and God, that one. Um, <laughs> God might not be real though. Seven seal taught me that. God. Well, death is real though. Death is very real. Death is for sure real, and death plays chess. Let's get into it, bro. Let's get right into it. This is going to be great content. It is. Um. All right. Boom. It was a great film, though. I I rewatched it just now for this cast because 
It really is special, that one. Nice. And also, it's been very many weeks since I watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it since um, I left Red Deer. Yeah. But I figured, I, I kind of remember the movie. I remember it for the most part, but yeah. I just wanted to get all the, the specifics. I watched it on uh, two times speed, so. I did that as well. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's great in two times speed. You're like, oh it my really god, just, the plot just moves so quick. Yeah, best pacing I've ever seen in a film. For real. It covers so much ground. Yeah. But no, it's great. What Which is the really real problem st- with some other Bergman movies, right? Where it's like, oh my god, like it's so slow. I like that, but also like Scenes of a Marriage. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. that. It's so no. long. It's my very, familiarity very with Bergman is Fanny and Alexander. I've seen the film cut of that, not the miniseries cut. So okay. I've seen that. So shout out. Shout out indeed. I've not seen um, that one. Um, do you want to explain what the Seventh Seal is about for our audience? Okay. Yeah, it's um. So this knight who's coming back from the Crusades, in the uh, the midst of the the plagues, right? Really bad yep. times. Um, death all around. Yeah, and it's sort of about his contention he has with death and this uh group of people who uh he collects sort of along the way. Yep, his whole posse. I love the posse. Yeah, I love the posse. Too. It's 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 a lot of, um, uh-huh, I won. You did, yeah. <laughs> Good game. I think it's because I I didn't change the thing, and it was like one. We had each had one minute to play. Yeah, that was scaring me, man. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I had my anxiety going. I was trying to like focus on what I was saying, and I said I had like three seconds left. Um. <laughs> It's a pretty good game, though. Good game. Good game. I finally good beat game. you at chess. Yeah. Our official critter pit chess score. Is... Well, no, it's 1-1. Because I beat you once, so... Yeah, but that was that was off-air. We can't talk about That doesn't about count? That. that doesn't count. Okay. We will... Maybe, like, first episode back, we'll play chess on the on the actual board. Like, on the cr- yeah. official critter pit board. I bought a, um, uh, a SpongeBob one, because we were originally going to do this in person. Yeah. Um, and then Ethan slept through it, and I left. I slept through it. Classic Ethan. Classic Ethan. He was partying way too hard the night before. He had four, <laughs> yeah. four drinks. No. I was. Good the fuck. That was a fun night, though. We met Asia. another person named Ethan that oh, night. Oh, yeah. Took some they photos from with the them. U of A. <laughs> yeah. I love, I I love interactions like that, where yeah. you take photos with random people, because you're like, yeah. one day... That photo will emerge somewhere. Exactly. They'll be like, it. "We we met Sam and Ethan of the Critter from Pit." From Critter page. Pit, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like the like because we haven't shown our faces on anything like Critter no. Pit related. Yeah, so it's gonna be like the first image. It's gonna like leak. And wow, like, this is Big what these drama. people look like. Yeah, it's gonna be huge drama. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Breadcrumbs. 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 So yeah, Seven Seal. Friggin' quite like this film. You too. It's grim. It's very grim. Like, because I've just been thinking that that must be the worst time to ever live. I think so. Just the medieval just period, the plagues especially. Like, fuck, man. Well, and and if you're a knight and you like, you got to go to the crusades. It's yeah, terrible. Which is like 
I'm not a like historical expert wars, here, right? but yeah, it sounds like the most pointless ass wars. Uh, they went on for like ten years. They say in this movie, so like, god damn, yeah. But, and like, you want to be a knight, right? Because that's a high class, right? You get a castle, like get a in, wife. in the way that it's a high class. But like, I wouldn't want to be a knight, like any kind of like well, soldier. Well, what do you want to be? I'd rather be a priest. I'd be an actor. Actor has a sick life, bro. That's true. The He's yeah. traveling around with his family. And he seems visions. very happy. Like, he does. Generally. Like he's very content like, in his life. Of everyone in this film, I'm like, I'd get a beer with Joseph. He seems really not cool. with the, uh, not with uh, John's the squire. Yeah, his squire. John's is crazy, man. <laughs> I love him. He's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty wild. He's so like nihilistic and funny at first. And then you have the one scene where he's like, where he saved the mute women. Yeah. And he's like, speaking of which, I need a, I need a housewife. I need a servant. Yeah. Come, Come with, with me. me. <laughs> <laughs> and she does. Yep. Cause what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? Exactly. It's John's. Yeah. You can't say I no like to John's John. Though. What I'll He's say is every character in this film is quite um, entertaining. I agree. They're all they're very all... charismatic and they're all like unique. There's no like characters yeah. that really get mixed up. They it's all have squ- like squabbles and they all have yeah. this uh, innate connection back to these themes of like mortality and the place of religion in society yep. and just, uh, just all this and that caste system. Yeah. And I love that. I love um Plog. Plog's pretty sick. Which one is Plog? Plog? Is he Plog? He's the uh, the smith who has his wife right. stolen. Right. Who the whole time is just like, I'm gonna kill my wife and that actor, <laughs> and he's so dumb. Yeah. But he's so funny. And when he finally finds his wife, he has the hammer out, and he's doing just like the craziest expression for like two minutes. He just holds this expression while talking. Don't know if you remember, but he's like just baring his teeth do, in yeah. this wild grimace. It's awesome. And it's and all led he... up to this. Yeah. <laughs> and then he almost immediately forgives the actor. And when the actor does his like fake suicide, he's like, damn it. I was, he didn't seem too bad actually. I was enjoying him. Yeah. Enjoying his company. And it's like, it's dope. Does, it's um, dope. you've seen a few Bergman. Is he usually very, very funny in his films? I think that there's always like, some, well, not always in, in like scenes from a marriage, at least there are moments of comedy, but mm. I think it's also because it's like five hours long, right? Like ah, it's kind of bound to be. Yeah. At some points. Also, honestly, I need to talk about the, the version of scenes from a marriage that I watched. The subtitles yeah. weren't synced correctly. So don't. Mm. Oh, yeah. Whoever is in charge of the version that's on Crave needs to like really <laughs> get their get shit their together. Shit together. Because the Dude. subtitles were like, I think like two lines behind, like what the actors <laughs> were saying, or like ahead. So like I would have to remember what the line was, and then be like, okay, that's why they're acting like this, and it was very confusing. And I didn't Damn. turn it off. I watched the whole movie. Um, that's dedication. I can't handle bad subtitles. I cannot fuck with yeah. that shit, man. It was um, hard. It took me a while to realize, though. Embarrassingly, I was like, this doesn't seem right. I. There's this movie from Park Chan Wook, a vampire movie called Thirst, that I like. I tried to watch like six different times on online torrents. 
yeah. like the subtitles would always be fucked up and I just keep trying over and over, but I could never find a, a good copy. God damn. So yeah. Subtitling Sometimes. is such, it's almost like an art. Like I think about like, that will soon be automated maybe. Yeah. Um, but like that, like translation process of like poetic mm. language, like, yeah. Cause, cause think about like languages when you get down to it. Mm-hmm. It's not like there was one language that was then translated into a different language. Exactly. Just think of how when humans were developing and uh, putting down these basises of communication, just how wildly different every language must be to each other, just because it, they all have these old, like different rules as they develop rules and like different ways of looking at the world, like to yeah, you know some people that like other different things are more important, mm-hmm. so they get like more of a a stake in the language like for some reason yeah, english yeah. right like pronouns and stuff like that are very important mm. um whereas another or i guess french more so like genderization of like yeah. language but in it's, other it's languages obviously that doesn't exist um yeah it is very interesting and it makes like i wish i could learn every language just so i could like i feel, mm. appreciate these movies even more because you know this, that uh... you're missing something right like you like you have to be missing something. Yeah, no, for sure. Translation. Just, there, there must be like just a depth of a, uh, of beauty in the in a really well written movie that you're missing out on, mm-hmm. just because it can't be captured in a different language. And I think exactly. Rams, or if it is captured, before. like it's different. Like it's it's a different yeah. Metaphor it's an, it's innately different. somebody else has to choose, like to to do it. I, oh. I, it's very interesting. Yeah. Speaking of language, there's an amazing. Uh, Werner Herzog clip of him talking about all the different languages he speaks. I just need a shout out here. Shout out speaks Werner. Love Werner. Um, yeah, language is sick. I notice sometimes I've become conscious of when I'm watching a foreign film, the subtitles, like just how long something will take to say from the actors. Yeah. And how different that'll be in the translation exactly. to the subtitles. It'll be like Something for us that would take like three seconds to say, but he just keeps going on and on. It's yeah. just like, damn, some languages, it just takes that long to say that. Graham, this is actually perfect that you're part of this conversation. We're talking about subtitles and like, because you speak a lot of languages, including Japanese. Um, Japanese, so we're just talking French. About how, oh, yeah. Oh, how yeah. sometimes language um, like is lost, like some things are lost in the translation and in the subtitles, um, especially like poetic language. What do you think yeah. of that, Graham? I, I would have to agree. And the reason for it is just because of how differently languages are structured. Like, take Japanese, mm-hmm. for instance. Mm-hmm. From what I can tell, rhyme is not really popular in the Japanese language. Oh, okay. Mm. I think it's technically possible to rhyme things in Japanese, but it's just, I don't know, it doesn't probably doesn't work as well. Is um, it so that's why probably because, like, the... Uh... Like the writing system is so different, right? Like it's not as obvious yeah. to see a rhyme. Mm. That that's very likely, uh, mm-hmm. partly a reason at least. Now, um, what's a haiku, Graham? Oh, don't act like you don't know what a haiku is. <laughs> <laughs> what makes a haiku special? I don't know. It's a it's a I Japanese know, I just, poem. I sometimes listen to Japanese music and they like never rhyme in it. Speaking of, that's a good point. Yeah, a Japanese piece of music popped up in my recommendation feed. 
Miki, yeah. Matt Subara, Stay With Me. HD oh, Club. yeah. Classic. Stay With Me. Classic. Fun fact. Um, she died, I think, pretty young of, like, cancer or something. And then yeah. her like, final wish was that no one would listen to her music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so you broke her comment. final wish, Ethan. Oh. Sorry, Miki. I mean, Mom. so does like everyone on TikTok who yeah who popularized your and two point eight monthly listeners she, on Spotify, two point eight million she, monthly listeners. She on Spotify. regretted her music career. Why? She I was diagnosed with uterine like, cervix cancer. Oh yeah, it's saying that she didn't spend enough time with her family or live her life fully enough. Oh, that's sad and sucks. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Banger um, song though. I sometimes Stay listen to, me. I think her name is Ichiko Ayoba or something like that. Or Ayoba. Wait, say that again. It's like Ichiko Ayoba. Yep. I might have one of their songs. This rings a bell. I'm, yeah, I'm familiar with the album uh, Windswept Edan. Oh, I'm lying. No. Is that by her? This album was, Yeah. Oh, okay. it came out in 2020. I don't, I don't listen to her like enough to know her albums or anything, but I just listen to like the occasional song I get recommended on YouTube. Nice. Well, she's uh, playing on May 9th in Bristol. Do you think we can make it? Wait, we gotta go. Live Critter Pit there. Live Critter Pit there. We can interview her. Dude. We gotta oh, get this dude. rolling. This is locked in. <laughs> yeah, I would okay. go, I'd go see her. I don't. I haven't really listened to a ton of her music, but I mean, it's good. I'm sure it'd be a fun show. Yeah, I don't know if it was one of her songs, but uh, trying to think what the name of it was. Um, the song was something about like some type of like lettuce. (laughs) It was like dreaming (laughs) of this type of lettuce. I don't. that, That was like the title of it. I think we need to put that in pink. That sounds like something that would be yeah. pink. Dreamy of lettuce. <laughs> Hit film pink. Yeah. It, like it, it wasn't the word lettuce, but it was like so, some plant that is a type of lettuce, but has another name. Um, anyway, it, it reminded me of that old Kleenex commercial that was part of that like creepy pasta. And it was like. <laughs> We have, I have no idea one. what you're talking about, but yeah, I'm not. there's like an old <laughs> commercial from the '90s of this woman and like some Japanese uh, monster from folklore. I'm not sure exactly what type it is, but it's like orange with with green hair and a horn. I found going back to that previous topic of ours, I found the one Japanese song I have on my playlist. Oh yeah, it's from Kanako Ayano. I've heard of her as well, but I'm. Not familiar. You want to hear a little snippet? Because I cannot pronounce the name. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright. Drake You're going to kill us. No, it'll be fine. That's all. Okay. That's a good song. Of it, but I'm sure it was great. Oh, yeah. I heard that. That's it. That's it. I love good that song. It. I didn't even love hear it. Song. Yeah, well, we can't play it again. Otherwise, we're, we'll be kicked off YouTube forever. But... Yeah. Why do you want to get kicked off YouTube, Graham? Yeah, Graham. Hey, I'm just saying that I didn't hear it. You'll just have to um, watch the cast. Yep. 
just listen to that part over and over and over again. Until I recognize the song. Yeah. Anyway, so that song I was listening to, I, I'm not sure if it was by Ichiko Ayoba, but uh, it reminded me of that like scary Kleenex song associated with that creepypasta. So I was listening to it. It was like two in the morning and I'm in the shower listening to this song. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of freaking myself out, but I'm just going to like turn my phone off and, and uh, like put it outside. Um, <laughs> and, and then, I, and then I was going to like finish my shower or whatever. And uh, I like, I think it was like five minutes later, the song started playing again. Mm. Oh my God. I didn't touch my phone. <laughs> so scary. That is so spooky. That... You know what else is spooky? You know what that probably made you feel? Afraid. Graham was afraid. Graham is afraid. Yeah. You know who That's else was afraid? <laughs> Best segue. Was afraid. So you Why guys is... What did you guys have to say about it last time? I'll be honest. I haven't watched. I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm still on an earlier episode. Damn. Oh my God. Uh, God damn, we just kind of talked generally about it, I think. We kind of just said how, like, we thought it was stronger in the first bit, and how it's kind of a film that defies, like, analysis. It's kind of just a four to force kind of emotional avalanche yep. of a film. Um, yeah. I see a lot of people trying to analyze it and none of it sits right with me. Like I saw yeah. one where he said that his mind transferred into the woman he was having sex with and then he actually died. And oh, I, mm. I, no, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that happened at all. Yeah. But like, yeah. That... Huh. So what's it's, your, uh, what's, yeah, your, what's your take on it? How do you feel about what was afraid film you were looking forward to quite a bit? Yeah, I I really loved it. Unfortunately, I had to watch it at like nine. It started at nine fifty. That was the only showing, Ooh. and like yeah. probably within like, like a four hour radius of driving. Oh, that sucks. So, and that was still like an hour and a half drive to watch it at nine fifty a.m. or p.m. Sorry. So, uh, it finished at one in the morning. Yep. But that's kind of like a good time to watch it because you're like almost like dreaming, like in a way, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Consciousness. I yeah, I can. I I would definitely alive. say. Well, it it affected me. I noticed with certain like good horror movies, I'll I I won't even notice it, but my heart will be beating really fast, and then I'll like be like, oh, I feel like terrible right now. What the hell? And then I'll feel yeah, my chest like, oh my god, my heart rate super high like i don't even notice that i'm scared almost and that's that was happening to me towards the end yeah. I think for those so tired that's cool because it is a really like just overwhelming film you know that yes. creeps into your mind you know with all this imagery something so much i want to talk about the uh, the company though in all of the promotional material there's a logo that red with the white te- with the white letters that say MW. Yep. Okay. That's the mom's company. 
and yeah. it's in yes. all of the promotional material for the movie, as well as like the start. It's it plays with all the other logos. Yeah, which is oh. what do you make of that? Because it doesn't feel as yeah, significant as I thought that. it would, based on all of that marketing. Like it's it's definitely like a big force of the movie, but it also just kind of felt like in the background. I don't know. Well, what did you think of that? To me, I feel like that almost plays into the perspective of the movie. Because a lot of people have been saying the movie's from Bo's perspective. And there are parts where it is literally a POV from him. But yeah. I don't think it is because you get a huge twist in like the last third of the movie that's like, oh, this shit. is a we can spoil it. like everything. Yeah. Like we we don't we didn't know anything about this. So like I went through the entire movie assuming Bo had like something some like brain damage or something. He seemed like he was slower than everyone mm-hmm. else and was having just, trouble just comprehending even yeah. basic stuff. But he unequipped the, the world. Gets, like he's been feigning ignorance the entire time. If you see that he doesn't normally act like that. That's that's yeah. I like that a lot. That the whole movie is kind of from like the company's perspective, or like that it's because he really is just like an experiment of the company, like his whole life. Yeah, and like, and even even uh, in the the building that he lives in, right, is like owned by the company, and it's like some kind of like rehab center or something. It's like that's in the background mm. of one of the. Imagery. Even, this movie. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, in the mom's house, there was a freeze frame from the first act of the film of him sitting in his apartment or standing yes. in his apartment but it right, was literally yeah. like a freeze frame of the movie yeah wow. and, oh that's really cool even yeah. further oh. than that when when he goes on the tv and, and sorry for so many spoilers but when he goes on like the security footage and he fast yeah. forwards it's literally the movie yeah oh i was yeah oh. that makes so much sense like it seems yeah. so obvious when you say it i can't believe i hadn't thought of it like that but I don't know what conclusions really I can draw from that yet. Yeah, like why is that but, significant? Oh, but I wanted I wanted to say this thing because most people probably are going to have no idea what about this, but it's it's so weird. I in I think grade eleven I had a it was like an advanced English class, but it wasn't actually English. It was the same credit, but it was world literacy. So we were reading plays and stuff from all around the world. And one of them we read, I think, was a German play called um, The Visit. And Bo Is Afraid reminded me so much of that. Mm. Um, Is that the M. Night Shyamalan movie? No, <laughs> not the M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> uh, we were all joking about that when we read it, because that movie yeah. had like, just come out. Um, yeah. David, but it's, it's Bo Is Afraid, that, five stars. Out of ten, David. Just saying, David Knight Shyamalan. You ought to catch up on the podcast. Yeah, David's a character. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of characters getting established. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. This, this play. It's about there's this old man, and he lives in this very poor town. The town's called Gwellin, which is literally like means like shit. And, uh, <laughs> nice. Um, everyone's super poor in this town, and there's news that this rich woman is visiting the town. And the old man, who's kind of like our main character, um, 
he used to be her lover. So he's like, oh, I'll seduce her and we'll get a whole bunch of money for a town out of her. Um, so then she shows up and she goes like, I'm going to pay you all like billions of dollars, like more money than you would ever need. Your town will be rich and prosperous if you kill this old man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because it, it turns out you, you find out stuff about their relationship later on. Um, that sounds cool, actually. Of, yeah. So she's been like hurt by him in the past, which led to her being so unimaginably rich. Like she could literally buy anything and she can buy out a uh, bit of an old boy story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, the reason the town is so poor, and this is a huge spoiler, but you guys probably are never going to see this play or read it, but the whole reason the town is poor is because she bought the entire town and shut down all of its all of its economy. Damn. Oh, okay, yes, that is... I'll, there are definitely some parallels to Bo's Afraid there. Yeah. Oh. She fakes her own death just to get her son to visit. Like The visit. We should do a critter pit on it. Yeah, but the M. Night Shyamalan one, because, I don't know, the play, yeah. Not in <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. Anyways, Place it's up. really cool. They they're yeah. treating like MW Corporation as like a real thing. Yeah. So they have like a website. I think it's perfectlysafe.co. And you can enter <laughs> your email. I love that that's the like tagline of the company. Yeah. Perfectly safe. It doesn't seem sinister at all. That's their tagline, oh, is it? So it's perfectly safe. Yeah. Um, Sign up to become an MW ambassador today. And they also have a gonna, real LinkedIn page. Like, I'm going to do this with the like email. We should apply to a job for uh, on LinkedIn for, for them. Is it just critterpit at gmail.com? Is that the email? Um, it might be critterpit podcast. Let me check. Because I'm going to sign up yeah, to that email. Yeah, it's critterpitpodcast at gmail.com. So Send us emails. A- I, d- I never I haven't gotten an email yet. I just signed up today, but like, I'm pretty sure it's a big ARG that was going on before the movie was even like released. I love a good That's ARG. so sick. Yeah. MW. Nice. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Anyway, that's that's all I had to say about Boa's Afraid. I mean, I have more to say, but that it could use its own episode almost. We'll we'll wait till it's on Criterion. That's what we were saying. <laughs> I think it'll get there eventually. I could see it. Well, don't I they have see, like Ariester's other films on there? They have none of his. I don't. Yeah, think. I don't think any of them are on there yet. Oh, they just let him see the closet then. Yeah. Yep. He's been in the closet twice now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> good for, I, good love, for I, I love the closet video. They're like cornering him in there. Like he feels like. He's quite a funny fellow, though. He has that very deadpan, sardonic humor that you can, uh, can see in his films quite clearly. Mm. It's cool. Yeah. Have you listened to the A24 podcast with him and Joaquin Phoenix? No, I, I didn't. I, I, Seems where like is a, their podcast available? Like, is it? It's just, on Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Yeah, yeah it's just pay. called Critter Pit Podcast. Yeah, just Critter, just Critter Pit Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Critter Pit is one word. Hmm. There's, I was there might about be that two today. Of them Should there have been a space in between Critter and Pit? <sighs> no, because we're like we're making our own word. Yeah, okay. It's like our own brand, Critter. I had never considered it until today. I, and I, it's yeah. also like it's also a play on like Criterion. Yeah. Exactly. 
kind of. It's yeah. like the Criterion closet, but we're we're in the depths, we're in you know. Pit. Yeah, we got to get through them. We dig deeper than elevated. they do in the closet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're we're in the the trenches. Let's we call thought it. about this title a lot. This it is the Criterion just the first one that uh, we came up with. This is the trenches of this Criterion war. I don't exactly. know. So wait, I, I was going back and I was I watching Ariaster's short films, getting ready for Bo's Afraid. How many of them and, have you seen? I, I watched all of them the other day. I didn't watch all of them. I saw uh, Munchausen. Munchausen's I saw, great. I love Munchausen, dude. I saw TDF really works. <laughs> TDF is... I don't know. <laughs> kind of crazy, bro. <laughs> He's just making like an adult swim like ad pretty much. It's so low quality too. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, Munchausen? You see Munchausen? That shit was great. Yeah, I love I, Munchausen. What's that one about? I, I haven't seen that one. It, it's, it's almost like a title. Pixar film. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about Munchausen like syndrome. Visually. Okay, it is about Munchausen syndrome. Yeah. And it's like That seems very in brand with Ari Aster movies. He has mommy <laughs> issues. Yeah. Big mommy issues, bro. Um, this film is no different. And I just love its visual style. It's awesome. So well shot. And uh, feels like a Pixar film. It's awesome. I recognize the, the main guy from something in, in Munchausen, but I don't know what. Yeah? Maybe it's like a Nickelodeon show or something. Let me do a deep dive here. Yeah. Munchausen, um, Ari Aster. What was the other one? There's something strange about the Johnsons. Or the that strange thing about the Johnsons. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, that one was like... There is something very strange about them. That, the main like guy the, in Munchausen is from... Yeah, series of fortunate events. It's so great, the strange thing about the Johnsons, because it's like... It's hilarious, but only in its concept. There's almost It's played almost completely straight. Yeah. So, played completely straight, which... Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> oh, I play played straight. Uh, ironically, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're funny here. Um, we are hilarious. Yeah, Johnson's was weird, man. I liked it. I didn't think. You think there's a point there? Like, yeah, don't uh, have sexual desires about your father. I would say that's the point. Yeah, there, there, there was a point, and it was more so with the. Well, it, it was kind of an exploration of abusive relationships within. Yeah. Did you think um, making like flipping the script as they did? Do you think that had like any point other than to just shock though? Was it to show like the absurdity of these dynamics? Like, what was it? What you, I think, think so. And it was also a bit of like, I I noticed. Um. I think I think it's partially to add some like shock factor to it. Um, yeah, but then I noticed, sure is. like Definitely. some of the things the son was saying in it were very reflective of what you would expect a father to mm. say in like a movie or like uh, yeah, you know how sure. I feel it, about long stories. It feels like just the dynamic has had like the the position switched pretty much. Which, yeah, he's in the um, position of power, right? Um, the son. Mm. And the only thing, the only thing I can think of is to show just like, just how absurd it is and how like pointlessly cruel it is. I guess by just flipping the switch like that, it like really just shows it. 
I don't know. I feel like it draws more attention to it, and mm-hmm. like it's almost something that's like to a point normalized. I think most people are pretty sensitive to abuse now, mm-hmm. but I mean that movie came out like what a decade? No, it wasn't that long ago actually. No, it's like yeah, fourteen or something. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Okay, I think, yeah. I think oh, people were pretty probably. sensitive towards domestic abuse in twenty eleven. I think. Yeah, but um, it's it's gotten I wasn't more very and more conscious. Serious. If you go back, I was eight years old, 80s, but yeah, I'd say the eighties is probably where you really started to get. Maybe the seventies mm. is where you really started to get more of a viewpoint into it. So it's still relatively recent. Yeah. Yeah. Were they beating their kids in the 90s? There was a big point about the wife's actions in the movies. Yeah. She is very complicit. The wife's actions. So she kills Mm. the son. And she had evidence. very complicit. chose to. Yeah. She did nothing. Burn it. So it it was showing that people care more about their outward appearance than. Mm hmm. Definitely. Just kind of, and that even like sure. the they, status they show quo with the picture, right? That they all take the family when the yeah, is, yeah. It's sharing. all about the status quo, functional exactly. nuclear I family. Wholesome it starts, and then you just get a complete I know flip with the picture. <laughs> we were talking about this last time, but just how smart that whole sequence is, just like building up a very like natural like this is something that would happen like scene yeah. right and then and just the very last moment he's asking do you do it and he's kind of yeah. uncomfortable with the question yeah <laughs> but for the most it. part it's pretty normal i'd say for the yeah. most part it's like that's like it, a it, little it, weird but it's not like outside of the realm it, of um, possibility it also it also feels like it's supposed to be like tense a little awkward humorous you know all these all these things <laughs> just yeah. at the last moment just everything gets flipped, and it's yeah, it's and it just man. is downhill from there. It, I, my jaw was like on the floor, and it just yeah. kept getting worse every like five ish minutes into it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy movie or short film. Ari Aster is thirty seven. Yeah, youngster, young man. So he's it's very early generation. in his career. He's um, almost an old man, though. Once he hits that four zero, yeah. Once he's forty, he might as well be dead, right? Like, he just should go, just quit. Yeah. Um, but if like, I haven't it, won it, an I Academy think... Award by the time I'm forty, I'm just gonna kill myself. Like, what's the point? Literally, <laughs> I do still think his masterpiece is Hereditary, though. That that's the like one of the only ones I have to see still. Oh, and I haven't I seen Bo because they took it off of YouTube. Bo was good. Um, if you want to watch all short films, just search up Ari Aster all short films. Go to this Reddit link, and they'll have this uh, Vimeo link in the thread with all the short films. Oh yeah, well, I did yeah. see like the synopsis of Bo, and they used all the clips from it, so I know what it's about. Bo, Bo is very similar. Um, watch uh, the Turtle's Head and Say La Vie. I thought those two were really fun too. Turtle's oh yeah, I, little... saw, I saw that you uh, reviewed those on Letterbox. Yeah. Wait, Ethan's so what gotta log everything on Letterboxd. Are all of the feature lengths just Hereditary, Midsommar, and Bo, or does he have any other ones? Those are the three. I think that's three it. features. It's exciting, right? Like how early okay, he so is. I in guess his Mother career. is just tonally similar to Ariester then. Uh, mother, mother from 
Darren Aronofsky? No, it's Darren Aronofsky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mother is definitely a Darren Aronofsky movie, though. Yeah. I haven't seen that either. <laughs> Aronofsky. But, we should do an Aronofsky episode one of these days. Just I, a whole You can do that one. I, I don't know if I want to. I, I used to really like him, but I want to. I think I, I do. I need to watch The Wrestler, right? That's like. Wrestler is great, bro. Yeah. I started with that in Black Swan, so I got Aronofsky mm-hmm. build, I think. Oh, Aronofsky's Black Swan. Yeah, yeah bro. It's awesome. And uh, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> I liked Requiem. And of course, our favorite movie of all time, <laughs> The Whale. The Whale. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. I need I've got, to like, know. the majority of my family wants to be The Whale. They'll love it. The majority of my family wants to see the whale. Um, They'll love it. But They'll like love it. my my older it sister feels... is in gender studies, and she's like, "That movie is so fat phobic." I could very well see that viewpoint. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it it kind of is. Like, you could definitely make a case for that. Like, I'm not. That's not really my department. Breaking down the ins and outs of problematic portrayals of these things, but. Um, it felt quite. They shot him like a horror villain. Yeah, you know, oh. like the sound <laughs> okay. effects they had, the slow zoom-ins on him, and especially the way the film just opened with him, what he was doing there. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. The film opens with him jerking off to uh, gay pornography. Gay porn. Yeah. Um, and it just feels just played to be. The movie absurd. is not subtle. Like nothing about it is. Yeah. Which but I really like Brandon. Yeah. Uh, he's so good in that. He's great at eating food in that movie. <laughs> and he's great at like they should have cast Brad Pitt. able to walk around. Yeah. <laughs> they should have got um Colin Farrell. That would more prosthetics. Awesome. Exactly. Will Farrell. Will, Will Farrell. I would have loved that. Dude. <laughs> like a stepbrothers type comedy. Yeah. Like that version <laughs> of this. <laughs> We could do it's Will Ferrell and then um, John C. Riley is his son, plays his son. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh no. Sorry. I wanted to say, I, I, I'm kind of like, I like Joaquin Phoenix and everything, but I kind of wish the original Bo actor played Bo. Okay. The guy from the Johnsons? Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Interesting. He is. Mm-hmm. But Joaquin I, I has like he's no, I, I, I Joaquin Phoenix is the the I should take Phoenix. out his filmography because I really like one of that kind. Um, he's just got such crazy energy. Have you guys ever seen his uh Joker? his brother air interview? No, this is an all timer, you guys. This Wait, is, is he in brother, brother Bear? Bear? Joaquin Phoenix is in Brother Bear. Yeah, shout out. And this interview, he's just, he's being so standoffish towards this, like, the girl interviewing him. <laughs> it's, it's awesome, dude. Here, I'll send this to you guys. Just, I'll see this. I know this isn't the best podcast content, you guys, but bear with me. This Are is a nice comment clip. Oh, I guess I could. I'll watch it together. Let's watch it together. It was when did his brother die? Because his brother was like the big actor in their family, and when he yeah, died, Joaquin got intact. Yeah, yeah. 
River Phoenix okay. died in Can we see this? This word to be honest, I had no idea who Joaquin Phoenix was before Joker. So like when I saw that he was announced as the actor for Joker, I was like, damn, they got the guy with like Joker as his name. <laughs> what? His name's Jokin Phoenix. Jokin Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> That's why they had to Okay. Him. You guys see this clip? Yep. Are okay. you playing it? Hold on. Brother Brother Bear time. Hold on, I'll I'll watch your stream. There we go. <laughs> He's, he looks he looks crazy. Yeah. Dude. Listen listen to this bar right here. <laughs> what? 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 We need that sound bite. I don't believe you've ever cried in your life. I we do need that sound bite. Dude, and just look at his stare. He's got like a Kubrick stare going. He's scary, man. I see why they cast him as Joker. Just from this interview, it makes sense to me. <laughs> uh that's it. That's just the <laughs> I think this is what happens when you don't train someone on, on press. Yeah. And, then and like also very, when you have someone who thinks they're a very serious right. actor already. Like, yeah. He's, Joaquin Phoenix, I think, thinks very highly of himself, like as an actor. You know, I just he's had a rough life. He I has. Yeah. Raised in a cult. Well, he, he fell in love with that computer once. Oh, yeah. that must have been rough. Yeah. Dude, he's so Joker brand, too. Dude, he is Joker brand. It makes him so yeah, we, we love Joaquin Phoenix. We love him. Yeah. Shout out. Oh, wait, wait. I gotta, I gotta say this. So my neighbor, he was over in our yard cutting down our tree. And my dad was talking about this movie because he had decided we were going to go watch it at 9.50. I was kind of like, I don't want to trouble you with going to watch this movie, but I had no other way of going. Yeah. yeah. So my dad was like, okay, I'll go watch it with you. So oh, my boy. dad's telling him about it, and he's like, yeah, it's uh, Joaquin Phoenix, because that, that's pretty much the only thing my dad's excited about. That's He doesn't watch like a ton of movies, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh yeah, I saw Joker, I loved it, and Joaquin Phoenix is great, so I'll, I'll see it. And uh, he's I'm telling Joaquin here. Telling our neighbor, and our neighbor's like, do you know why Joaquin Phoenix is the best actor? Because he's the only person that can make a, a deranged, an insane psychopath into the hero. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Yeah, the only one who's ever done that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, was, I was almost trying to stop that's, myself from laughing. <laughs> that's what he brings. He's just the one guy the in one Hollywood guy. who they got to do it. That's why they always get him. That's why he's the best. And you know, that's so true. I'm walking here. Joaquin, be on our podcast. Um, yeah, honestly. You'd love it. You can talk. If Joaquin came on our on the podcast, I would I would come on there and I'd go. <laughs> you just laugh. 
I no, we hit him. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, we just hit him with the I bet you've never cried in your life. We just say yeah. him all the time. Well, Joaquin oh, well, Phoenix <laughs> seems like a guy who cries all the time. No, yeah, dis- no disrespect. Like- I think it's a good thing. But, you know, and he probably cries violently. He like puts yeah. his whole body into yeah. it when he cries. Joaquin never goes halfway on a performance. No, never. I feel like he's Joaquin would not like Fritter Pitt, I'm being honest. He would love it. He would love it. He wouldn't like it. He's yeah, all about he just like it. He'd love it. He's he's one of our subscribers. I always say Critter Pitt's all about consumerism, you know? We're just here to consume criteria. Yes. Yeah, and that's what and Joaquin Phoenix wa- loves consumerism. Joaquin seems down with consumer consumerism. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of consumerism and Bo is afraid, have you guys seen the A twenty four merch store? They dropped the Bo pajamas. Oh my yeah, I did. god. I need. I tried to buy I mean, the hat. The hat was sold out. The MW the hat? hat. Yeah, the MW hat, but it was sold out by the time I um, tried to buy it. Huh. I'm well, gonna have to check it out. I, I was really into the everything everywhere merch and I have You got the like, hands almost all of it. I think I'm just missing like the pins and the the shirt, the A twenty four googly eye shirt, but Yeah. You uh you ever see uh beef? Beef was pretty good. No, I didn't watch that yet. Was that Jake that was really into it? Jake, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm sorry, Jake, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm probably not going to watch... Uh, this is the A24 podcast now. I'm probably not going to watch... Uh, <laughs> what's that one with uh, Zendaya? Euphoria? Yeah. Dune Part 2? You're going to watch Dune Part 2, Graham. We're going to force you to watch it. Yeah. Doom Part Two, almost in a way, it could be. Oh, that. Dune Part Two. Dune I part two. Part One. I bro, exactly. How do I Dude. kick you? Do we need to hop into the Dune Hour right now and just friggin' watch this? Yeah, let's just stream Dune. Honestly, yeah. I cannot Fuck. believe you haven't seen it. That is a sick pair of pajamas. Pajamas. It is pretty sick. I'm like, I'm, I'm iffy because I just don't wear pajamas ever. I just sleep in my me neither clothes. Yeah, this but, might be controversial, but most nights I sleep in jeans. In jeans. Yeah, apparently that's uh, not allowed. I would sleep in jeans if I had jeans, but I don't. So I just sleep in my whatever pants. There's, I'm there's pretty, pretty famous memes that go. You have to be a different type of tired to sleep in jeans. But I don't know, man. I, I think you're just a different nights. type of tired. I might be. <laughs> I think it's, just, it's it's easier to sleep in your clothes. It's when you're most comfortable. Exactly. You don't have to like exactly. And then you go to sleep. You wake up and you get your different set of clothes on. Yeah. Your bed ends up dirtier, but like whatever. Oh, beds don't get dirty. That's a that's a liberal myth. Yeah, it, right. it is. Never change your sheets. Never ever do it. Yeah. Um, the MW Ambassador hat is back in stock. I was just seeing that, and I like these what red outdoor this? shorts as well. What is this? Never coming to a theater near you, Zine. David Cronenberg's Frankenstein. What? Oh, so A twenty four has a magazine that they do, and. uh they get their directors to 
basically like edit each issue of it. So whatever big movie at the time there is, it'll be done by an editor. So I have the Daniels one, which is called Tax oh. Season. And uh, awesome. it's just it's just a magazine all about taxes. What is this David Cronenberg's Frankenstein though? I, I think it's a movie who, that will never come out. Like it's like that. Why these are all you, posters for movies that never released? To show to quote a great Safety Brothers film. Why the fuck would you show it to me if I can't if I have can't it? have it? Yeah. Cronenberg's Frankenstein would be awesome. That's actually like yeah. perfect. That, that it's like that, most that, his that movies. would be perfect. Yeah. Fuck that would be. I love a good modern Frankenstein tale. Like, um, Robocop. Yeah, or, um, uh, Warm Bodies, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Evil part Dead of the, two, the Triple A, uh, 24 Club, Graham? I'm not. I, I couldn't justify the, the price, the yearly price. Yeah. $100 USD a month, or a year. <laughs> You're paying like a hundred USD to for a give them more money, but you get a zine and a birthday Gem, gift. Gems uncut zine, dude. I learned about zines for the first time a few months ago, and now it's just like zines are everything. I love zines. I them, I we should make zines. a critter pit zine. We should for we for a hundred eps. Hundred eps? No, we should do it at like uh, twenty eps. Okay. Please I'll let you take the lead on that. I'm well, not... I'll, I'll help, though. Okay. My page will be David Cronenberg's Critter Pit. You can do the page on uh, Dead Ringers. Yes. Hell yes. Hell yeah. I'd also... I'd, I'd like to do that. Yeah. Not, That'd be really... But... Uh, yeah, actually... You have to catch up on the podcast first, and then yeah. you're right. we'll talk. Okay. And then we'll talk. Yeah. But no, definitely. Definitely. We'll get Graham to do a page. We could get Troy to do a page. Troy. Jake, of course. Jakey. Keegan's. We could get the Keegan's Keegan. to fight. We make them each do yeah. the same page, and then we choose Oh, I'm so hyped for the Keegan political debate. <laughs> one of these days. One of these days. The is your Keegan them both on the same page and give them like the same like Google Docs document and they can edit yeah. over each other? Yeah, exactly. Is your Keegan very politically inclined, Graham? Um, no. He's very musically my Keegan, inclined. Okay, so is my Keegan. So maybe we can have a bit of a musical debate. There we go. Love that. I'd love that. Yeah, mine's, mine's going to uh, to like university for for music, and I think he wants to be a music teacher. Would he That's consider awesome. writing us a theme? Because we still need yeah. a theme. Oh, we, he, he I asked, asked if I could. I thought Elijah was doing it. That's what I told him. <laughs> okay. So the, you've been waiting on Elijah for a long time. The story of the Critter Pit theme is a a long and complex one. We first asked Alaya to do one. Nothing. I then asked Rob a couple times to do one, and he was very enthusiastic. Nothing. And then Caleb Poole 
had a great idea for a theme he was going to compose for us. It was going to be based on the 400 blow start where it has us blowing. And he's like, I oh, can yeah. make a fire beat out of that. I'm like, dude, that sounds sick. That sounds like everything. But nothing. Why is everybody blowing us off? I like yeah. offered to pay each of them $10. Yeah. Like, what's going on? It seems like no one wants to work anymore. Nobody nobody does their damn job. I don't want to work anymore. I just jam garden all day. That's my new job every day. That's what I, I do as well. Work. You do garden work? Yeah, but I, I go from like house to house and do garden work. Oh, well, I'm, I'm at like a community garden. Well, it's not exactly a community garden. It's like a non-profit garden. Yeah. Hopefully you're getting profit, though. I, yeah. I am getting profit. I don't know how much yet, but you don't know it'll how much. be over 16 an hour. Well, well that's, that's good. That's nothing to I just podcast. At. That's my job. Yep. This is a full-time job. Yep. To watch these movies. Yep. Um, should we get Elia for the Colin, and then we can on. confront him about the theme? We could. Okay, I'm going to text him, and I'll see if he wants to join the Discord. Very well, good. Um, yeah. I don't know how loud it's coming across, but I've been eating pistachios this whole time. Uh, we cannot hear it at all. It's been beautiful. Okay. Or I can't hear it, at least. Can you hear it, Ethan? Uh, yeah. Cannot. Oh, really? Oh, you cannot. Okay. I was trolling. Should we wrap up our seven seal discussion? Uh, sure. Have you seen the seven seal, Graham? No. You guys should call someone else. I was never on this episode. You were never here. I was never <laughs> here. <laughs> Just a little sidetrack. Just a little sidetrack. I was it's no. Fine. I was never here. You were you never here? here. Oh my god! Ominous. That was so ominous. That is so um, scary. I feel like I, I, I feel so like much you to just say like... about the seventh seal, but I've lost it all. Um. <laughs> well, we had a good conversation, you know, in the middle there, somewhere. Um, I did a bit of research into what the seven seals are. And, yes, uh, I saw you sent that in the yeah. In general, they're a bit of a. They're like the, the four warnings of the apocalypse, I guess. The, br- the bringing upon of the apocalypse, of the end times. Mm. Um, I think. Fuck, so I see here. on this one... Oh, we do need Sean here. I see on this one uh, image you sent, seven seals, white horse, red horse, black yeah. horse. Yeah, so horse. it's the um, four Souls horsemen out. of the apocalypse. Silence in heaven. The four horsemen, I mean, of yep. whatever. Then it's yeah. whatever. And then the seventh the seal is silence in heaven. And I'm like, damn, that is so fitting for the title of this film. It is, a yeah. Big, a big part of this film is just feeling like forgotten by God, feeling like he's not here with us anymore. Like, I love yeah. that whole monologue that our, our mate Knight, played by Max von Sydow, I think. Sidow, yeah. Sidow, he's great, man. Like, he's got such he a is. serious looking face. You What's know? What's your favorite? Von Sydow performance, probably uh, other than this Arn Gear in Skyrim. Yes, mine is um, the old guy in Star Wars Seven. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> He's we in that movie for like half a second. We just fucking dog on this guy's Christ, entire Max legacy. Von 
Yeah, I know. He's been his entire legacy right there. <laughs> just wow. in two quick lines. We just said, wow, fuck we you, just, Max von Sydow. Just, just fuck this guy. We destroyed him. <laughs> oh, shit. He was in the diving belt and the butterfly. Nice. Nice. I think he played That's... a Nazi in some pretty famous movie, but I can't remember which one. Um, he's in Wild Maybe. Strawberries, which gets a yes, shout out in this film. They mentioned wild strawberries in this bit of a cinematic universe going on there yeah um, he's in the exorcist never seen it yes that's what i'm thinking of for some yeah i don't know why i thought he was a nazi he's in the exorcist the too the heretic is yeah he a nazi in that one i don't think so i think he's just a regular flash gordon conan the barbarian dune oh yeah he's in dune he's in dune he's, he's a he's kinds David Lynch's Dune. Really? Yeah, bro. That I is very remember. good casting, but I remember watching them being like, this character sucks. They just butchered his character. So, I think I need to rewatch David Lynch's Dune before Dune Part 2 comes out. We should have a whole Dune app. We'll have, yeah, instead of just oh, a Dune hour, it'll be a Dune, like, six hours. Max von Sydow is also in Europa. Lars von Trier's Europa. Forgot about that. He's had quite the career. He has incredible. I remember no when Academy he Awards. Away, when he passed away, it's when, it, I was at that point in my cinematic journey, right, where I was like very new and coming, where I recognized all these names like the Ingmar Bergmans and the Max yeah. von Sydow, but I I didn't know like any of their relevance, any of their importance, and uh, mm -hmm. when he passed away, is when those names I heard just reverberated everywhere, you know. Just, yeah. It was such a, a big loss. And watching films like this, I, I understand it, man. Because he's it's, been in like every movie, right? And like yeah. some super incredibly iconic ones. And this, this may be just, the most iconic like, movie of all time. Like the imagery honestly, of death in this movie um, is insane. Yeah, let's let's get to that because it's so good. Like it's almost a silly costume. Like it's the costume. It is a silly costume. But the guy but has it such a great so well. face. Yeah. He has such a great face for it. And I love that I the just rounding out his head, you know. Yep, the, I love that. It's so he, it's he almost looks like the moon, look. right? Where it's like, yeah, yeah. And um, you look at just stills of it, and you could be like, oh, that's very silly. But in this, he is intimidating. Yeah, he but he's also cheeky. He does jokes. He's so cheeky when he, he's um posing as the like priest listening to I know. Max von Sydow's confession. Yeah, bro, it's great. Just, it's so I love great. I, I was getting at that scene earlier, but just like how much is just said there from that main character talking about how he he can't believe in God because God doesn't ever present himself. Like he yeah. he, he can't uh, suspend himself for that, which yeah. I think is great. Just it, such a yeah. In my own religious like art, that's something I felt very uh, akin towards. Just like how am I supposed to believe in all this when I can see no like evidence of it you know yeah like when oh, the central um, tenet of believing in god is just like having faith beyond like reason blind belief. Faith beyond reason right Where it's and like, and and in this uh big part of this film is just like the function of religion in society and like in this film it's kind of gleaming off of what like that religion's place in this society was kind of just survival of like yeah. interpretation of this because imagine living in that times like what your understanding of the world is and you just get hit by this plague like 
I can understand how religion can help in like coping with that. Definitely, right? Yeah, you know. Um, and you just there's that great scene where there's that a uh, procession of the priests coming in, and it, it's weird calling them priests because they look like they look like cultists, you know. Yep. Like um, how cultists and, are depicted in media, and like, they have the black their, like, robes, sage or something, right? That's like swinging yeah. in front of them, like they're carrying a crucifix. Yeah. Um, everyone's lashing each other. It's that just, scene is funny it, on double speed, though. It is. I was. <laughs> it doesn't quite work as well. No, but it, it's just such an interesting thing to think about. Um, how there is almost no alternative to this in that time. You know, it's religious. Yep suffering um because the alternative we see it's like this this nihilistic disillusionment right just hopelessness um well it's funny yeah like i've done i took a class on medieval philosophy like so mm -hmm. what and it's so interesting to see the way that they cope with religion like yeah it's almost like it's an obstacle where it's like they're it like is. i need to reconcile that it's like god exists that is just like something that needs to be true so yeah, I, I have to do all this work to like get around that and to like, if solve God that problem. Isn't real, right? What else? What is any of this for? Right? Oh, exactly. And it, even just like the governing systems, like if God yeah, isn't real, then yeah. like if you come to that conclusion, you're going to be where does outcast. our power come from? Yeah, know? and you're going to be power. outcast. You know, so you have to agree with that in a way. Because I think a big part of it comes to like, um, you look at so much suffering in the world, right? And if God mm. must be real, you then have to like contend with that suffering, right? Exactly. You have to contend with uh, all these implications of God's own morality, right? For in me, your place in that. That's the strongest case for like uh, there not being a God to exist is like the the problem of evil. Where it's yeah. like, well, if there's an all knowing, all powerful, like omniscient God, like mm. why does he let like terrible things happen like why why does why he let children black die? death happen you know yeah like why why boiling over yeah and and then and the religious you're, interpretation you're... is like religious failure right humanity is is prideful and uh yeah but then why greedy. did jesus come like you know like we already solved yeah. that problem you know and it's like just... and then especially in this film you look at it and there was just like just so many lives lost in the crusades right so much mm -hmm. bloodshed in the name of all this and i just think that uh that theme of disillusionment and being lost i think it oh it's so powerful it's very powerful it's such a i wouldn't say religion's like necessary in society because i don't think it is but i think it is necessary in our society if that makes sense just because of how ingrained it is at this point i mean i don't think like, that it is anymore i think that i mean it kind of depends know, the way that you look at religion where it's like like is religion just kind of blind faith because there are things some like people, even like man. some people like, like laws in a way is kind of like religion in that where it's like we just follow these tenets that we all agreed on what we kind mm. of agreed on right yeah uh so i don't know like i think maybe it shifted into something more like that that we think yeah. of being as more like rational, but mm -hmm. I don't know who's to say in like a thousand years or 500 yeah. years or whatever. Yeah. Religion's a very tricky subject, especially mm -hmm. when nowadays in my life, in my worldview, when I see religion, it's when it's like used for reasoning for like bigotry and like exactly. extreme hate and prejudice. As and the it's like, flaming lips would say, you know, 
uh, I don't really yeah. understand religion, except it seems a good reason to kill. Or it's like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like going through Instagram comments, man, people hate gay people. And they hate transgender people. Yeah. And they do because religion. Not us, though. <laughs> Critter Pit stands with the yeah, LGBTQ. Bro. We community. are allies. We're allies. You know, I always say it is easy to hate. Hatred comes easy. Yep. Be it's better than to that. Understand. Be rational. It might yep. be uncomfortable trying to open your mind and heart to new and scary different things, but But what's you know. the worst that can happen? Like Right. What are you gonna do? It's not a bad thing to change. Especially guys. like <laughs> these thing things change. from like our perspective, right? It's so like just conceptual. Like it it has really no bearing on my life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I think people's like sexuality I, or gender, you know, whatever. I took a very like up and down path to get to the conclusions I have, you know, mm-hmm. and I like to believe that most of my beliefs now are have been founded upon just like my own rational thought, because yeah. before all my political beliefs were kind of uh, formed through what I was told by my peers, right? Yeah, definitely. I think everybody's uh, yeah has that experience. And hanging out with people on like both sides of the political extremes too, where it's yep. like, what do wh- what am I to believe, right? If exactly. one person says this is the fact and the other person says this is the facts, what am I to believe, right? These yep. two are presenting themselves as harbingers of absolute truth. I decided mm-hmm. I just got to look at the facts and just rationally like address these things, you know? And that's where I've come to. Um and then when it gets to like things like transgender people and gay people, like what you were saying, like who, who really cares? Get down yeah. to day to day, real life situations. What is changing? What yeah. is, you know? Oh my God, wow. there's, a, there's like how a is third, your life different? You know, or like you know, there's a like a new like bathroom, like I don't, yeah, whatever. Crazy, crazy. Oh and my I do God. think. Like unisex, like the idea of unisex bathrooms that people get so freaked yeah. out about that. But like your own house, like yeah, you don't separate bathrooms by gender in your home. No, uh, and it's uh, it's cares? also it's also difficult to like cast judgment upon a lot of people who hold those beliefs because yeah. there's so many systems of like grifters, especially in like right wing ideology just like stirring up non-existent issues to keep their platforms running and yep. keep the, the dollars coming in. So it's and like, it works so well, yeah, for man, people's brains are getting ratatouille by grifters, yep. just getting turned into mush. By grifters. Like, and then by social media, like, yeah, just like Facebook vacuums. Right. It's just it's like crazy. All right. People especially really know how to abuse algorithms and yep. algorithms are better than they've ever been right now. On like yep. TikTok and Instagram Reels, so oh boy, that alt right pipeline is going strong, dude. Mm-hmm. Goddamn! Like I saw a video of Matt Walsh, known pedophile Matt Walsh, talking <laughs> about transgender. This transgender like, um, a rep person, I think it was for like Bud Light. I don't know. Yeah, right. And, Dylan uh, Mulvaney. It wasn't even yeah. a rep person. They did like one ad, and he was just spouting the most hateful vitriolic stuff like saying you will never be happy you'll never be a woman and anyone who says you are are only saying that out of fear of getting canceled and it's like 
how are you looking at this guy and saying this is an arbiter of truth? Like, come on. Just so hateful. And you know that yeah. guy is unhappy, you know? No hatred can come from inside his soul like that yeah. and be a happy person. Or, like, if if it is, like, something is, like, seriously wrong. Oh, yeah. I don't think any of the yeah. like, big grifters are, like, happy or, like, no. feel that they're no. doing, like, a good thing. Like, yeah, I think like, that Steven they... Crowder beats his Fuck. wife, doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. I haven't caught up. Well, but... emotionally abused. Yeah. Uh, pretty strongly like threatened i would say yeah to the point where you could probably say yeah probably beats his wife yeah Very pregnant wife oh uh, jesus you guys no it's great and those like conservative values of like having a strong family you know and like, i know like oh, so... you got your two two kids wife and like whatever but none of the grifters like have that you know yeah who are you looking up to i don't know yeah whatever. they they're all they're all they're, they're making your brains mush you guys just exactly. saying. Your Just brains saying. are getting mushy. The critter Just pit saying. has gone political. I know. It's yeah. weird because I don't feel like this stuff should be political. Like yeah. It seems like non... I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. This is this is something like that's issues on my mind lately. Working working as a line cook especially. Mm-hmm. Um, not the most PC types online, believe it or not. I In Red Deer? I don't believe that. Yeah. So, so I've just been like grappling with my mind how to like work with these people and be peaceful, but also speak my mind. Yeah, like, you know? and then even I, I don't want to be a position of neutrality. Hatred. Yeah, exactly. Does being neutral about it make you complicit? I, I mean, if it's just work, I don't. I think it's not. Fine not too. even because I feel I almost feel like I'd be stepping in a beehive, right? Become yeah. a target. Yeah, if exactly. I were to just say. Hey, you guys, maybe hatred isn't the best. <laughs> <laughs> Have we considered oh, and, hatred is bad? And the last thing I'll say is I kind of got into like a big debate with a bunch of people on that Matt Walsh post. And oh, I yeah? Was just, In like, the comments? I was, yeah, I was trolling with them a bit. Nice. Just saying their brains are very mushy if you actually think actual pedophile Matt Walsh is, is spin facts. Um, yeah. And it's... and. It, what I've noticed is pointing out to, to conservatives that their ideology is hateful. They don't like that. They don't like being labeled as hateful. Beings. Nobody wants to be the bad guy, right? Like, yeah. But it's like, look at what you are saying. This is a person you are talking about. And get when you get down to the basics of it, is a person who just wants to be addressed differently. <laughs> and, exactly. And that is, and that is what's getting you so riled up, right? They want to be that, addressed, yeah, just by what they think they should be. Yeah. Like, and. And you cannot change like a single word in your sentences to make that awesome. person's life better. I and it's a person it. like you never would have met. Like if you hadn't yeah. made such a big issue, like yeah, trans people are yeah. like a tiny percent of the population. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure there'll be many more once that lifestyle becomes like destigmatized. Accepted. But, yeah. Um, but it's still going to be a pretty small amount. Yeah, they, they've blown this issue up to be like, oh, they're going to be in all the bathrooms coming for all your kids, you know? It's like, but like, even if on. they are, you like, cannot pretend to care about that. Who cares when you, when you push gun fucking laws, gun laws, down Christianity, gun laws, literally Christianity. like the biggest pedophile, like yeah, like organization in, here, in the history of the world. Like your your guys' brains are mush if you're not seeing the actual like consequences of your ideology. Yeah. 
Well, just the irony of what you're saying, where you're like, oh, it's mm. like sex trafficking, like cult. You yeah, know, it's, it's, like, it's literally what you do. That's like, yeah, that is the Catholic Church. Like, objectively, yeah. these are objective facts, dude. These are facts. Like, like there, there have been so many from, stories and like exposés. Yeah, and, like, but still, it's like so residential big. schools too. Like, exactly. The, this is these are institutionalized. Uh, things of child abuse yeah we are literally like, institutionalized and, child abuse and we are making a big <sighs> deal out of a transgender law that could oh now they're gonna just have a free pass to come into the bathrooms and get the kids when it's like dude i feel you like if they were at that point to do to that church. why wouldn't they just go in there you know like it's such a it's so it's so dumb it's so dumb yeah Ugh. yeah 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 where are you in, though? Also, yeah, like a bathroom. I don't know. It's so stupid. Whatever. It's so stupid. People have to bend over backwards to justify hatred. Yeah. You ought to watch the Ollie London uh, HBO. Oh, yeah. It's great. Are, um, you, are they humanized much, or do they just come off as crazy? No, he's crazy. Um, Let's it's, go. It's, yeah, like, he's, I don't know. He'd fully gone off that, like, just a grifter. They yeah. play a great video clip of him being like, yeah, I'm only supporting Black Lives Matter because it gets me like clout. That's basically <laughs> what he's saying. And it's is like, it like the um, Nixon interview. No, Ollie London is he handles it way better. Uh, he's, okay. he's much more like media savvy. Um, he but actually it, came they, in they with definite, uh, better research. Exactly. But it was all bad research. And like the crew was like on it. Like it was probably the best crew episode. Um, I love crew episodes. Yeah. Well, just in terms of them, like having the facts ready for Ethan to say, like immediately. Yeah. Like, to fact sick. check everything. It was really, it was a great app. One day Critter Pit will be that. Exactly. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're going to have a whole big studio. We're going to get Matt Walsh on here. <laughs> <laughs> just to see him squirm. Yeah. We're going to fucking say like, what do you think of the seven seal, Matt? Yeah. And we'll trap probably him. say, I've never seen it. And we'll I'd say, probably be like, I'd recommend it. And I'd probably happily buy the Criterion. 8 out of 10. I, I would. I like the case. Uh, 8 it's out a of lovely film. No, I think I gave this a 10 out of 10. I could um, very well get there. Yeah. Eventually. I've seen um, this movie a few times. So I think that it grows on me every time I watch it. Would you call this film a thriller? almost in a way they're like yeah it, it doesn't feel just, like a thriller because i think we think no. of thrillers is being shot in a very specific way yeah like not, the not a film of them this age literally but, running from death you know it's yeah like and, he, and the way too. he just the way he just manifests too so well shot the way they just have him appear in frame like um i noted i think they might have broken the uh the 180 rule in oh his God. final bit there, like on purpose, when when he first appears, just to like set up that jarring effect of him appearing. But I love that shot where he appears at the castle, right? We only get one quick shot of him, and then the rest of the scene is just shots of the people's faces as if death is like the camera yeah. and we're looking at them, right? Yeah. It, yeah, and I love that, that. Death's already claimed them, you know, it's mm-hmm. we don't even great. see them anymore. And all the characters were going past him and they're saying who they are almost as like a plea for their lives. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the Smith and this is my wife, Lisa. Like 
do a curtsy Lisa and they're just going through it. And it's, it's so powerful. And I was going to ask that final bit, right? Where Joseph sees them all dancing along the hillside. That is like such iconic imagery. I'd for sure seen that before. Definitely knew what a film was probably um definitely is that from this film or is that a larger part of the like the christian canon um what do you i think? can't think of specifically what you're mentioning like uh, the like the dance image. along the hillside i think just like that kind of image is is popular just in like kind of all types of literacy can you send what you're thinking of um, um just yeah, doing a Google search. Yeah, this shit. Like, I've seen this. I've seen this, like, so much, I think. Coming up. Dead air. Dead air. There we go. Like that. Dance along the hillside where you see all of them. Hey, there's seven of them. Oh. Oh. The seven, the seven samurai. Yeah, the seven sinners. Yeah. So, I could see that uh, being a larger part of some canon. Yeah, I don't recognize it from like specifically other things, but yeah, it's definitely like that, that kind of so... backlit along the uh, mm. horizon line, right? That's definitely. Maybe I'm just not giving this film enough credit. This film is is iconic. Just be that iconic. I think it is. I mean, it, Bill and like Ted opening? referenced it. You know, it's got to be pretty yeah. good for that. That opening, opening just with the uh, the cliffside. Um, when I first was going to watch this film when Max von Sydow uh, passed away in 2021, I was going to watch this. And I thought the entire film, honestly, was just going to be there. The Me too. Talking. Yeah, um, that's what I was expecting. Which... I think that could have been a very strong film too, because I just find it fascinating their their conversations. Just the whole chess well game. Yeah, and that would have been crazy though. Like, I, I think it would have been amazing. I feel like that's like a film student, like really ambitious concept. Yeah, right? <laughs> you need to be chess against good death. Dialogue, exactly. Dialogue writer. Um, which yeah, man, troubling. Um, this is a great film. I really yep. need to watch. Uh, Wild More. strawberries. I think I'd really love that. It's. I really, really liked wild strawberries, and I've uh, been trying to like write. I would highly um, recommend it. Like dream sequences and some stuff. Oh yeah, and, that's uh, wild strawberries. Is like some incredible dreams, right? Yeah. Is it film. better than the Orcs. Sopranos though? Yeah. Damn. Um, Damn. I know this is a Sopranos loving podcast, but I haven't seen all of the Sopranos, but I have seen all of Wild Strawberries. So let that, that do point. the talking, you know. Yeah. Um, I want a pop Funko of Death. I'll say that would be pretty. That funny. would be cool. And I also loved the shots that uses faces as the foreground, midground, and the background. Yep. I never thought of that before, but I don't know. That seems kind of cool. It's genius. To set up like all Citizen these layers Kane. of all these layers. And I think that through this podcast, actively analyzing, breaking down films, it's making me a better filmmaker because I'm thinking think so. about these things so much more. I, I, like, I've never found myself actively considering the lighting in films. Mm-hmm. And like, how so did they do that? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, and I've been 
And I've been I thinking about like motivated, motivated edits and motivated yep. shots. Been thinking about that so much. Because those are things that definitely like before you, I would just be like, okay, we need the shot because like, yeah, I just need a close need up a sh- or whatever. It's we like, need to, not, we need to show something. Yeah. We it's not necessarily. Yeah. We're not telling the story through, through the thing that like the, yeah. the, fuck i can't remember what the word is but you know like the oh, the form the form is like taking yeah. a backseat to the story where i think in in movies form is everything movies, form is everything yeah um, so hopefully in the 48 hour movie we make we'll be able to have some form yeah i don't know how much we'll have all but this yeah i think I we will per- we won't be yeah. getting the equipment until like the saturday morning so okay we have all of friday and I guess like a little bit of Saturday morning to write and kind mm. of think about shot lists and do stuff like that. Yeah, We should be able to come in really prepared. Um, we should be to the shoot. We'll see plan for it. All I think we will be out. I think is a quote though. Yeah. Expect the unexpected, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. But um, I think, I think it'll be good. I think th- I'm very happy with the crew that we've got. Yeah. You and Jake and then my friend and uh, yeah, we've heard one of the Gabe. actors. Hell yeah. So that should be good. I don't I don't know how many actors we um, want. Rebel Wilson? Yeah, Re- Rebel Wilson we're getting for sure. Nice. Um I've been in talks with Joaquin, but I just I don't okay. know cuz he loves to do like a million takes, right? We don't have yeah. time for that. Like we probably yeah. have time for like 3 takes max. So we can probably get Joaquin, but it's going to be a little bit of a hellish shoot. Yeah, it's not like we can't get Joaquin, it's like do we want Joaquin? Yeah, know? exactly. All and I know I'm not is sure that we want. I'm walking here. I'm walking <laughs> here. I'm walking here. That's no, a good one. Getting, that is a good one. I don't think anybody's thought of that. Yeah. If they ever remake uh, Midnight Cowboy, they should cast Joaquin Phoenix as uh, Ratso. Say, I'm walking Phoenix here, and then he'll wink here. at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the role that Joaquin love. Yeah. I think he would actually do very well as Ratso. He seems he would. He's kind of got that energy to him. Um, not as good as our boy Nicholas, though. Yeah, obviously not. Nicholas Ratso, so yeah, Seven Seal. It's one of those Great films film. where, with enough consideration, you start to realize why everyone loves it. Yeah, because there's a great dead person prosthetic in it with hollowed eyes. That's very spooky. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. When uh like the squire guy first encounters the dead person, he's like Yeah. Oh yeah, he he, he told me the way. Like, yeah. It's so <laughs> cheeky. I love yeah. John's. John's a pretty douchey guy, but Oh yeah, he is. He's so funny. He's just got some great lines. Whenever he's putting down the, the one knife, the thief guy. Mm-hmm. Love that. It's like, if I see you again, I'm going to brand you. <laughs> I love it. It's great. And he, he brands him. No, all, the, all the characters are so strong. Like, it's... Yeah. It's almost Mute a miracle. girl, plug, scat. Um, the Joseph. kid who's going to be an acrobat. You know, it's all... Yeah. Or a knight. Or a knight. Or a knight. Hopefully an acrobat. I would rather be an acrobat. Yeah, the actors seem much happier in this universe. They're they're banging, yeah. they're having adulterous affairs. They're uh, yep. They have cool masks. They have very cool masks. Oh yeah, 
Love the death mask. Yep. And you know what? I would happily live in these times. Yeah. I think you've come full circle, which is. Yeah. That's what shows that you're a good person. You've grown as a person. Yeah. That's what all great Critter Pit podcasts should do. Yeah. You know, I, I know that I was born in the wrong generation because I would, if I was born in medieval times, I would be a king. I just know. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'd probably be a billionaire king. I'd probably be yeah. like the richest king and all the people would love me. Yeah. I just know that. Damn. The guy who played death is not alive anymore. I don't think. Rest in peace. This is an old movie. I, I'm guessing yeah. most of these people aren't alive. That is weird. Um, think about yeah it's really interesting i mean even what we're doing here is we're like uh immortalizing ourselves like immortalizing which is cool these conversations it is cool think it's a little it. weird to think about but every single word every little like slip up it's immortalized yep luckily like, we're smarter though, than 99 percent of people yeah luckily there's less everything mistakes. we say everything we say will hold up yeah I, everything we've ever said will hold the test that's, of time. That's, yeah. that's what we were doing with that political bit. We were just kind of like saying what we needed to be said so we wouldn't exactly. get canceled. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just just, just covering our bases here. <laughs> yeah. That's why we went into that like passionate little spiel was to just exactly. like just to make sure. Just to make sure. If we ever like run for like political case. office or something and somebody's scrubbing through these podcasts, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll be like, we got to have some good takes sprinkled in here. Yeah. They'll, they'll be like, damn it. Them critter pit boys. They, out, they outsmarted me. Them smart boys. We are pretty smart, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, yeah. Damn. I we, <laughs> I don't, friggin' Bergman's also made Persona. Yes. I've been seeing that poster a lot lately. I, I need to Which watch is a that movie. Film that's even higher rated. Than, fuck, my foot just fell asleep. Why does that hurt so bad? Oh, what the fuck? Rest in peace, Ethan. Death has got your foot. Is that supposed to hurt? I don't know. Oh, that's a weird sensation. I was gonna say about Persona, our boy David gave it five stars. David, so this is, <laughs> dude, that's such a good review too. He said, "So this is what nurses did before TikTok." <laughs> God damn, that boy is funny. Yep, we got to get him on. One, My one letterbox day. crush, David. Yep, I uh, yeah, it'd be funny if he ever listens to this. <laughs> oh yeah, Igmar Bergman is crazy because he does. He, he you know he makes one of the best movies of all time, but he's not like. It's not his whole opinion, or not like the, his whole like public um, image, his right? Legacy. Like, yeah, people know him for more than the Seventh Seal. Yeah, Seventh Seal Persona's... and Wild Strawberries came out in the same year. Get the fuck out of here! Well, that's what I'm looking at Google right now. It says 1957 for both. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that is <laughs> I insane. Just believe it, <laughs> dude. And Persona's higher, like rated than Seventh Seal, I believe. Four point three. Yeah. 4.4, 4, man. Damn. So, even though I think Seven Seals objectively like his most famous one. Definitely. Most iconic. Persona, Persona might be Persona, better. Wild Strawberry. Wild Strawberries looks so sick, though. I just love the idea of casting this, like, pioneer of the Swedish genre, right? This director mm-hmm. who, who did so much, right? 
as just Take like their solution. Saddle man, I think that's so compelling. Yeah, no, it, it's incredible. It, it, it's, it's like it, he's like, uh, yeah, and you know what? He's also like, um, fuck, why can't I remember his name right now? The guy that Johnny Depp plays in that Tim Burton, um, Tim Burton movie, Ed Wood. Um, he's yeah, Ed Wood, Ed Wood. How he um, revitalized Bella Lugosi's career. You know this iconic oh, old Hollywood. Yeah, movie. really. Um, yeah, Ed Wood did that. So in many ways. Ed Wood is uh, Ingmar Bergman. Out of I don't know how successful Ed Wood is, was uh, in doing that. Snelling. Uh, Bella Lugosi had a bit of a heroin problem, I believe, during that time. Oh. And he died shortly what after. Damn, he had a heroin problem. I believe really? so. Kind of looks His face kind of looks like he had a heroin problem. Yeah. Does that make sense? I definitely, I do see that. Yeah, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Bella Lugosi. Lugosi. He was a Dracula? Was he anyone else? Yeah. Uh, he was the narrator of Glenn or Glendola, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he might have been the Wolfman. Shout out. Shout out. He had a very oh, iconic not... voice in, in Dracula. Like, I'm not crazy about that original Dracula, though. I actually I haven't seen it. I just know the voice, and but you know, I watched it pretty young though. He was also an ape man, and zombies of Broadway, and his Phantom filmography Creek. starts in the 1910s, which is that's something you love to see. Very weird. <laughs> People are old. Anyway, they are all the way to the 1950s. Have you seen Plan Nine from Outer Space? I haven't. I haven't either, but I've heard it's one of the best B-movies there is. That's what we'll be watching on the next cast. Yeah. Fuck that, whatever that else should be was. in the collection. You know, if John Waters' movies can be in the collection, why can't Ed Wood's? Yeah. Why can't mine? Yeah. Ours should be. They will be. Just do wait. They will be. They're going to... You know what would be cool if, if you ever do get a Criterion <laughs> release? Once we, <laughs> once we put Criterion on the map. Yeah, they'll, they'll owe it to us to put us in. <laughs> exactly, but no, they should they should put one of our podcasts as a bonus feature. They oh, can, that would be so. No, that would be a. You know what we have honor. to do? You know what have to do if we ever get a Criterion release. We put the After Dark. Mm. We put the After Dark on. Ooh, yeah. All the that's after how we'll dark, release. Or just the yeah. one. Well, I mean, we only have one so far. So Jake keeps we, on wanting to do them. So that's yeah. Well, if we ever do another one, we'll do like one per film that we release. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how substantive, substantive, subs. How do you say that word, Sam? Of substance, like substantive, oh. <laughs> substantive. Sub. Yeah. How much they'll hold the test of time? Like how? Just how much substance they have. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. Um, sub. I probably never will. Um, but. I substance. remember there being quite a lot of substance to that podcast. I think it's just like a time capsule. <laughs> it like is it's like it's the it it takes the whole first year of um, RDP and it kind of yeah. boils it into one. I like that. I would say I quite yeah. like that. Me too. I so, do hope we eventually have something of substance to say on these casts. I hope we do. I hope we do too because we've recorded uh, eleven of them. So. Hey, and if we don't, we'll just keep trying till we do. 
Yeah, maybe. And we have so much time to like figure it exactly. out. We have like exactly a thousand movies to watch. I know we're not gonna run <laughs> out. That's for sure. Yeah, that's the that's our guarantee. We'll never run out. And if we do, yeah. that would be insane. We've then we've watched that would be, movies. <laughs> that would be kind of crazy. Yeah. It would um, blow my yeah. mind if we ever finished. Because um, we'd be doing it for a long, long time. Yeah. Do you have anyone you'd like to call? Well, I tried to get in contact with Aliyah, but he did not reply to me. Damn. So... He ghosted you? Fuck him. Yeah. He, well, he didn't like open my message. He just oh. left me on delivered. Or you though. A damn shame. It I've is been loving Nick's messages to the group chat. I know, <laughs> I know, I love it. <laughs> He's just that one is like my favorite fourth day at the resort. Um, I'm getting very much into alcohol and about to go to an Italian restaurant. Yeah, best message I've ever received in my life. Speaking of vomit, I just got a whiff of what I think is vomit smell from my jacket. So the puzzle pieces of last night are coming together. Put me into bit. place. Yeah, the breadcrumbs. Nice. Yeah, the breadcrumbs. Seeds are being sown. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Well, do you have anyone that you would like to call? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I, think. I don't know either. If I had to call one person, I'd probably want to call uh, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, let's call him out. Denis. Denis, when you're coming on. When Bro. you coming on, baby girl? I dare you. <laughs> Who should we call? Maybe no one. I'll try to call Caleb Poole. Okay, we did. We did have a guest as well. <gasps> David liked my review of the Seven Seal. Oh my God, he knows about Critter Pit. Oh my God, I just started shaking a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna call Caleb. Okay. He cannot hear you, probably. So Okay. So don't even try to talk to him. Caleb doesn't pick up. We're really lost. I know. What are we going to do? Oh, shit. He's not, not looking good. It's looking Fuck, bad. I guess he did just start his first day of school again so his first day of school was in may oh he's doing spring classes yeah son of a bitch he's got a baby voice i know love it fuck um i can try and call somebody if you want oh caleb's calling me oh nice what's up baby girl yeah what's up you are on critter pit caleb live right now yeah bro How's it feel? Uh, sick. Uh, it feels amazing. I'm, I'm on the bus right now. Hell yeah. How are those yeah. Vancouver buses treating you? Um, this one's pretty empty, but uh, you always see people like tweaking it, hopping around like fucking rabbits. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear that. How, how's school? Yeah. How's school going? Um, I class, so uh, not a lot going on. Hell yeah. Um, be smart in a philosophy class, really. Yeah. Like, fuckers trying to bring up like the Turing test to like 
<laughs> sound smart when it has no we're talking about people turing test is like robots isn't it? yeah that's yeah to determine if it's like ai or something talking right? engineer students man i'm telling I you i hate engineers you can tell him i was an engineer and ap kids my my friend samuel on the podcast he can't you you can't hear him but he said he hates engineer students he was an engineer i don't student. blame him he was an ex-engineer yeah, student so. before finding the light with, with film yeah. Well, that's probably the better option. Series kind of shit so far. Mm. Caleb, you should join film. Well, I think it would be worth it if I like survive. Sam just had an excellent point. He said, "Caleb, you should join film. Drop out. Learn from my mistakes." I don't know. Maybe if I end up on the streets of Vancouver. Then maybe I'll consider film. But like, I need to like fully exhaust my engineering options before. Caleb, if you, kill like you. Tweaker, if you end up like a tweaker on the streets of Vancouver, I'll cast you as like a, a monster character actor in, a, yeah. in one of my uh, creature features. We're going to exploit the shit out of him. We're going to put him Sam yeah. just said, we're going to exploit the shit out of you. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So that's I'm, dope. I'm game. Anyway, uh, I got to get going. Wait, 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 wait. We just have two questions. We have two questions. Have, two you, questions. have you seen the film The Seventh Seal? I have not. Okay, and what's a film you would recommend to Critter Nash? Um, Deliverance. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Deliverance. Great film. Squeal like a pig. Squeal like uh, a pig. Can we leave it at that? And, um, yeah, come on. Uh, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most definitely. Anyway, well, it was good to be on, but have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, Stay safe. Oh. Caleb doesn't seem broken yet. Oh, he'll he get seems there. seems like a whole man he'll still. Oh, you should have seen him. Dude, he got broken last yeah. semester. It's but just hey, his first day, so he's still got that's, spirit. That's a topic for when Caleb comes on. We'll that's true. All the, the you Caleb will beat him into pro- coming into film. You know, we'll... We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll detail all the Caleb depression lore soon enough. That's good. As much as he, he and I will bond forward. over... He and I can bond over our hatred of engineering that would actually be a great cast i think it would be you could probably give him some excellent insight and he could um, probably give me some insight into what uh, a lot of the engineering things actually meant like what yeah. does an engineer do that will be my first question for him they design weapons for the u.s government okay i like that so is that what he wants to do it. yeah he wants to go nice. into uh, arms development arms development really yeah He's had what this dream since he was a boy. He just wants to. He wants to be like he, like Oppenheimer. Yeah, he wants to be Oppenheimer. <laughs> Man full of like, regret, but without the regret. Fully knowing what he's getting himself into. Exactly. He's getting in with two feet, right? He yeah. is. He's Oppenheimer without the cringe. Without the cringe. Yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, the new no. Oppenheimer trailer, like in the IMAX screen. It was aw- It was awesome. It was like this movie's gonna yeah. be awesome. And Benny Safdie is doing a German accent. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Baby, we are eating good. Dude, we are oh, eating yeah. good. There's so much Safdie content. There's a I new Safdie. Benny Safdie movie that's out now. What? Are you there, what? God? It's me, Margaret. He's in it. That, he didn't direct it. Oh, you can't say it's a Safdie movie. It's a Safdie movie. You can't say that. <laughs> You're going to be like hyped up. No, that one looks pretty good, though. Saw some yeah. incredible reviews for it. Yeah, I still need to see it because I'm a Safety Brothers completionist. But yeah, yeah, me too. It's 
still got to see the uh, the one Safety Bros. The Heaven Knows That or something. Heaven Knows What? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that one's not the greatest, but Heaven I do what? still need to see it. Yeah. It's about like a prostitute, right? It's like kind of a documentary. Hmm. Okay. I think. It's no, it's no Daddy Long Legs. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I know. Daddy Long Legs is so good. So that. is uh, Uncut Jams. It was a good time. You've seen good time, it was right? Good time. Oh yeah, I've seen good time. Perfect. I don't think we've ever discussed good time, so just have to make That's sure. Shocking. Probably I, my favorite safety. I used to say good time was like my favorite movie, like period. I was. I, I, I haven't it seen like it in a, a long time. I think I gave it a five star when I first saw it. Yeah, because I feel like crazy. When you, I that was kind of the first movie that I had seen that was like of that. Like anxiety thriller. And Mm. I was like, oh my God, like a movie can be like this. Like it just blew me away. Certain films that have the right music drop at the Mm -hmm. end that just it just seals the deal on that five star rating. Because with that film they had um they had the the disabled brother in like a a really depressing mundane class, right? Yep. And they started playing the one song they had made for that movie, the the pure and the damned. That one. You remember that one? The yep. pure always act of love. The damned always act of love. It's an amazing song. Mm-hmm. I listened to it way too much when I first watched that film. Um, uh, if you liked Good Time, I would highly recommend the movie Mean Time. The, <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. Uh, it's basically, if it, it, it was about Benny Safdie's character, uh, and it was in England. Mean Time. Yeah, it you can really by Mike Lay. Yep, Lee. This yep. guy's crazy, Mike man. Yeah, you ever seen Naked? No, this is the only Mike that's, Lee movie I've seen. That's a fucking nutty movie. I actually own the Criterion for Meantime. So I'm really here right now. Yeah, Tim Roth. Uh, he's he's oh, great in it. Love Tim it, Roth. Like you can, it's just um, Benny Safdie's character from Good Time. Like it's like the same. Nice. Even like the glasses, like that's funny. Yeah, that's very funny. It's really cool to see inspirations, though. Like especially for filmmakers that I look up to so much. Mm. Um, it's cool to see that they just rip off other people too. Hey man, that's the yeah. name of the game. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I'd shout out Naked Naked time as well. You recommend though. Naked? But big content warning. Pretty crazy. Crazy, crazy movie. But this it, is our uh, longest yeah. um, podcast so far, I think. Really? Almost two hours. God damn. When I first booted up this call, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a short one, I think. Mm-hmm. But Graham, Graham Caleb. We got into Caleb. some really like heavy tangents. I love uh, that. And and uh gender identity. Yeah, bro. Great. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's just let's all in. We can I'm always talk all it. in. We're we're all in. There's no nothing is off limits on the critter pit. That's what's really about it. Yeah. Next uh next cast we're actually gonna be talking about um the US's involvement in the Middle East. We're gonna be doing a big expose. I know that, that everybody's been waiting for that one. Yeah. And so we're, gonna, we're finally we're gonna, gonna do get it. all we're gonna get all the takes out, all yep. our feelings on that. Um yep. and don't you worry, we're gonna be doing a nine eleven hour. Yep. Um, just fully breaking down what happened there. Uh, um, spoiler alert: We think it was George Bush. 
Spoiler alert. Jet fuel does not melt steel beams. Just saying. Just saying. You Just guys. saying. Look at the facts that here. Out there. Just, it's Just a fact. The facts. Yep. And so that will accompany our conversation of this is Spinal Tap. <laughs> is that next cast? <laughs> That's next. Really? Yeah. Is that locked in? Number 12. Damn. I thought it was um the other one. <laughs> um, Islands of the Lambs? <laughs> yes, Islands of the Lambs. No. Spinal Tap number 12. Damn, boy. I think Damn. that's what we're on, right? Um, I'm fact-checking you right now. Yep, Spinal Tap, and Silence of the Lambs, then the Samurai yep. Trilogy, and then Sallow. God damn it. Uh, we're getting there, you guys. I Okay, honestly, I never thought we would make it to Sallow. Now it's really? like almost inevitable. It is. It is. I'm going to rewatch it. That big old smile on my face. <laughs> big old smile in your face and your hand on your cock. Yeah. Whole time. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I will I, be I on the toilet one. for that rewatch. Yeah. It'll be good. Uh, just watch it on your phone. <laughs> yeah. That's how I've watched it two uh, of the three times. Yeah. Two, you watched that movie three times? Yeah. But this would be your for, fourth time. That's for the that's for the follow up. Yeah, so. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I yeah. Fucking Spinal Tap's great. You seen Spinal Tap before? No, I haven't. So I'm really excited to see it. I love Spinal Tap. Very and who funny. are we having on for that one? Did, I'm gonna try to get Griffin. Okay, I'm gonna try to get Griffin. Cool. Yeah, my schedule is pretty flexible, so I guess whenever Thursday? you guys are free, uh, I'm try Thursday. Yeah, I think Thursday should work. Dope. Nice. Great. Great app. Great. Great app. Great app, everybody. Maybe the not the most structured app, but certainly the best app. I would say so. Definitely the best yeah. of the online apps, I would say. I love the structure of this episode because it was like top of the show, right? Ten. It felt maybe? like it was gonna be short. Like from yeah. the top of the show. You know, I'm a I'm a little hungover over here like getting right yeah. into it, you know. Yeah, kind of just a, a quick one, <laughs> and Graham just popped in, and it's like, I love. Then we're it. talking for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, because you never have a short conversation with Graham. No, uh, no which is great. Always... It's what makes him great for the pod. Like it's yeah, he's like he's like a human engineered to be a podcaster. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he always has a story. Like it. Yeah, you know. always has a story, and I love it. Yep, and I love you, Critter Nash. We love you, Critter Nash. You other like eight people, you gotta reveal yourself though. <laughs> we gotta know who you are. We have too many subscribers. We have too many views. I'm overwhelmed by the number We're of doing... subscribers we have. I am suffering from success, you guys. <laughs> We're like what Jesus and our twelve subscribers. Yeah. About it. Yeah. We're like Jesus and the seven seals. Exactly. If you think about it. That's what I'm thinking. We should end this episode with half an hour of silence. Okay. Because in this, you know what the seventh seal is? It's half an it's hour of silence. silence. Yeah. Heaven. From heaven. So That's perfect. Or we should start it with half an hour of silence. <laughs> Head air. <laughs> Since we're kind of like, we're kind of heaven to our subscribers who are I think our so. followers. So it's going to be sheep. like our sheep. It's, it's like we're, uh, 
we're like heaven and we're going to be silent for 30 minutes. Exactly. We had our four horsemen. Yeah. Two of them. Two. Uh, and Craig, if we count him as one of our horsemen. Yeah. Elia um, could be the fourth one. Elia, yeah, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. There's still hope. But yeah, David could be on. one of the seals. The Lord's getting David's death. David, David's our death. David is death. Yeah. He's always playing Hell games. Hell yeah, bro. When he comes like on the cast, by the time he comes on the cast, we're probably going to have a whole studio, right? It's probably going to be like <laughs> H3 level. And yeah. when he comes on, Full right, crew. he's going to like show up in the doorway with the with the death fit on, the whole black cowl and the, the circular cutout on the face. And there's yep. David. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. And then, yeah, one of us is dressed as Max von Sydow and the other is the Squire guy. Yeah. Great. All right. Oh, we've got that. That's sick. locked in. That's locked, that's locked in, you guys. <laughs> that's a just guarantee. If we ever ready. did just dreaming, you know, got like a really yeah. high end studio, would you want those like podcast microphones that are on an arm or would you want to keep it with the, just like the handhelds? Because I Ooh. like the handheld a lot. I um, do like the handhelds, but I think practically it's better for the audio yeah. quality. Yeah, and also if you were to do an H three like three hour long cast, I mean I've been holding that. it for this two hours. It's been, I've been fine. Like it. oh yeah, I guess you would be. Yeah, doing that. I just have my gaming headset on. <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine you just staring at the screen like dead face, just oh, with dude. the gaming headset. I don't know. It's usually, funny to me. usually, yeah, <laughs> I have my cat in my lap just. Staring straight yeah, like ahead. Dr. Evil. Like, pet like cat. Vito Corleone. Vito Corleone. Come on. Yeah. This is a film podcast. I should have I should have jumped to Vito um, instead of Dr. I'm Evil. I'm an Italian Albertan. So, come on. Respect yeah. the identity. Let's put some respect on the name. Yeah. I'm a made guy. Please. Oh, Please. Mike, Mike said I was a made guy the other day. That made me very happy. Yep. That's about the biggest compliment you can get from somebody. He, he was making a joke because he knew I liked The Sopranos. It's like, this is Ethan. He likes The Sopranos. He's a, he's a made guy. And I'm like, damn, I've made it. You have. You had, all you had to do was kill a quail. And then you made it. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> the quail, I think, is my, like, my fish. That makes sense. Because in The Sopranos, he had the dream with the fish. And then, you know. You've seen that far, right? I don't know. I don't remember that <laughs> at all. But well, sure, I agree. all I'll say is then he is haunted by the image of a talking fish, and I am now haunted by a quail. Talking quail. Yeah, there's like so much lore from your life that I feel like could be made into a great film. Like, I appreciate that. Killer. Yeah, one day, one day, I'll make an Ethan like bio- biopic. <laughs> I like to live my life. As if I could say, my life's literally a movie. Yeah. My life is literally a movie podcast. That's what I like to say. Oh, I like that. That's a shirt. That's a a shirt. That's a shirt. We got to get some merch. Movie podcast. Will there be a comma between the movie and the podcast or just a. I think no, no comma. My life is literally a movie podcast. Because I'm always talking about movies. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so ridiculous. It is. Damn. It's ridiculous how much I talk about movies. I love that. 
Me too. My life is film. My life is film. And I never doubted it for a second. Ever. Yeah, Orson having guilt and regret over yeah. that. Shut up. How old was Maybe Orson one of these when days. he made Citizen Kane? 25? Yeah. Yeah, Something we still got stupid. time. Three more yeah, years. We're, we're getting there, dude. Just wait. Yeah. This 48-hour oh, film? Years. I know. <laughs> I have six <laughs> years. Old. Shit, six years? That's a long time. Yeah, I have so you're... much time, dude. Holy shit. Hey, Goddamn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is. Three... Oh, I'm two and a half years older than you. So. Yeah. Huh. You still yeah. have a good amount of time. Not You don't have time <laughs> to, like, relax, but... I have no time to fuck around. I have to be start planning my... Yeah. Uh, Get it going, game. dude. Get it going. I'm I'm hoping that it's going to be my 48 hour movie, so I don't have to do a lot of work for it. Like 48 mm. hours of really hard work. I'm 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 ha- I'm happy to put that in. You know. Yeah. That sounds Fuck like yeah. a good start to me. Good start. Yeah. I'm really excited maybe for that. at the end of the 48 hour thing, I'll be like, maybe I'm going to be an engineer, and I go fuck off <laughs> to Vancouver. We'll see. We'll see. It'd be we'll funny see. if you went to Vancouver to become an engineer instead of. You know, U of A or something. Where like that's where went. Such a big film place. Oh, I'd be tortured, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be, be like miles surrounded in, in whiplash. Yeah, as he throws out the jump kit and he yeah. sees jazz bars. It's like, what are you gonna do? You are Miles Teller. I go. I do wish go? if I could restart all again, completely wipe the slate of all my passions and obsessions and all my inclinations. I'd kind of want to be a fucking jazz player in new york that looks sick dude <laughs> i yeah you'd want to be damien uh Giselle. it'd be it'd be like so single-minded you know like my whole life is to just get really good at this instrument you can still do that you're very young you know no well it's all about film so that's true i guess you you already have your and all and also as i said that that'd be to completely wipe the slate of all the passions and yeah sessions that'd be like if i had to just completely instead restart. of critter pit you'd have like the jazz podcast where you talk the about jazz, jazz album yeah the jazz pit the jizz pit and then, and then, and then maybe <laughs> once i'll talk about whiplash right yeah on the jizz pit and it'll no, be like I'm, you'll have a guest on that will talk about whiplash and then it'll and like it'll, it'll be like i'm tapping into my everything everywhere multiverse yeah. life where i'm like oh yeah the irish man what's oh. this oh seven seal Oh, video, Avatar video, The Way of Water. Videodrome. Oh, oh, Criterions. And go oh. rabbit hole. Yeah. And then you'd be back. I think what we're learning is that it's inevitable. You will always yeah. be a film guy. Your life will always um, be a film I'm just, podcast. I'm just an annoying film guy. Uh, there's no escape. What are you going to do? Is that's all you can what do. Are, what are you going to do? No, no, no. I, podcast, I, that's what. I retract all that. If I could clean slate, restart over, I'd probably be an up and coming uh, gangster in Newark, <laughs> New Jersey in the 90s. Yes. If I had since, to restart. Ever since I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. That's going to be in, You're going to be Henry Hill. In the 90s. Yeah. Newark, Would you rather be uh, Henry Hill or uh, Joe Pesci's character from that movie? Probably Henry Hill. Henry Hill. I, he did get the better end of the deal. Yeah. But and also, I just like Joe Pesci. I, wanna, wanna, I like to be Joe I, wanna, Pesci. I just, I don't want to be that psychotic. That's true. Like That's life, another life, life, life would be painful. But you're Joe life Pesci. Is, life is pain to deal with that much pain. 
you know? Yeah. I agree. If you had to choose any mobster life off all the depictions you've seen from every film, which one would you choose? Have you seen... Because there's Russian Mafia and David Cronenberg's uh, Eastern Promises. Yeah, I'll say I probably would not choose the Russian Mafia. I might do like a John Wick kind of Mafia. Even though it seems like very dangerous, but like there's some bougie mobsters Mm. in that movie. You're not going classic Um, Italian American? I like the Italian American. It's like... It's the classic. It's the classic. You can't go wrong. Um, You have all the staples. All the fun. Yeah. I don't know. Um, How about like Sopranos? See, I'd like to go Sopranos just because I'm obsessed with the Sopranos, but Sopranos is way too real, you know? Everyone's just so depressed. Yeah, like I'd like to go with like a silly mob. Like, I don't know. You're New Jersey? That's depressing. That's just depressing on its own. Yeah. And I'd feel like I'd want to be a New York gangster. Definitely. Um, Maybe like some trashy like Irish-American mobster, like The Departed. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That'd be like scummy little like bar dives. That's where you're counting all your money. Yeah. That, that feels real where... in like an achievable way. Like in, a... in yeah, it feels like it feels like uh, your dad's friends almost. I exactly. Don't know. Yeah. Like if your dad, I, I know these kind of people. <laughs> yeah. They all have this stupid Irish hat on. Yep. Five o'clock uh, shadow, all that. Everybody's cheering for the Red Sox, you know, like it. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. Just simple. They're always about, in the bar. In the bar. In GTA 4, <laughs> there's a Jamaican mafia. That would be vibes. Okay. That would be. I would not want to go to be the only white near. guy in the Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the Chet Hanks of the Jamaican mafia. Chet Dude, I would love to see a film about Chet Hanks infiltrating the Jamaican mafia and he just can't stop doing the the accent. Yep. It's just all he does. It's out of respect. <laughs> great. All love. Um it's last thing I'll say summer. here. Last thing I'll say here is I would never go near like the cartel side of things. They're way too hardcore. What about They're like way... um, like a uh have you seen the unbearable weight of massive talent, the Nick Cage yeah. movie? What about like a Pedro Pascal kind of like you're just on the sidelines. Um, I I still wouldn't we have a man. Nick Cage obsession. They're way too hardcore, and I think it's just because they have so much power. Like they just control mm-hmm. shit down south. Um, yeah. That that's why they're so hardcore, man. They do really insane shit with bodies. Some pretty crazy. Some Cronenberg. Oh. Okay. Had you not thought well, of it like that? Now let me think about that. Okay, I might be down with the cartel. I might be down with <laughs> we're it. We're down with the cartel. That we're officially <laughs> that's our that's our stance. Have you seen um the Denis film? Why can't I think what it's called? Sicario. Sicario. That's the no, film that made me scared <laughs> of the cartel, bro. That's the one where you watch it, and you're like, I never want to have any dealings with these guys. That's all. Yeah. That's out of the cards now. You were, but before you were kind of considering it. You're like, yeah, because you, know. you know, there's like American Made, like that uh, exactly uh, Tom Cruise movie where he like flies planes for the cartel or whatever. That seems yeah, bad. yeah, okay. I think he was also an informant. Maybe I don't. I don't remember. Hmm. We'll get there. We'll oh, get there. how about the German mafia, bro? 
the Ringer Nazis? of Berlin. Uh, no, the Nazis hated them. They got rid of them. Okay. fucking rooted them from society. Then definitely, if the Nazis hated them, then I'm all there. Yeah, I think they're in. I was researching them quite a bit for my paper on M, but they're called mm. like the the Ring Ringer Lorin, something like that, something stupid. Yeah, and uh, yeah, dumbass. They uh, they're pretty funny. When you get down to it, what I've realized is all mafias are pretty similar. They all kind of just like money more than human life. Yep. And they like saying more, more, more. Give me more. Give me more. And it's never gone wrong for us before. And that's always what's kind of brilliant about the Sopranos ending, bro, is because it's just a hard cut to black. It's like saying no more. That's yep. it. And you then the audience take... is left as the mafia. They're like, exactly. oh, we want more. We want more. Forget about it. Forget about it. Hey, come on. That's kind of, look, look, at what, look at what happened to me. I'm like, yeah, bro. It's all me. Well, you I'm know, guy. That's, what the, that's the common expression, right? It's leave them wanting more. Leave the audience wanting more. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. All I'll say about the Sopranos, the paraphr- paraphrase a brilliant line is they're a bunch of fat fucks in see-through socks killing each other. Yep. And maybe that's what all organized crime is. Just a bunch of vainly dressed up people killing each other for greed. Definitely. That's a lot of things. I think there's a lot of uh, like ways to use that line. Lots yeah. of people are just killing each other for greed. And Capitalism, to get political, I think, I think greed is the ultimate sin. Through it my, is, it is one of the seven deadly sins. I think it's the ultimate sin. I think sloth is. I think if you're lazy <laughs> yeah. and you're not getting your ass up and work, then what are you even doing? Get your ass up and work. Rise and grind. That's Get true. That we bag. we have said in the before grind. Well, hustlers unite. Did we say? Yeah, something like that. Because we're hustlers. Hustlers. We're hustlers. Unite. That's why we have yeah. this podcast to we're hustle. Just hustling, you guys. Yeah. And hustled. <laughs> you just got damn. hustled. When yeah, we start the Patreon and you guys start paying wasted. for us, you idiots. How's you just this for a money you could have invested? How's this for a hustle? We just wasted like two hours of Graham's That's a life. Hustle. That's a hustle. Graham just got hustled right now. We wasted more than two hours. Money. He was on here for 40 minutes. So we, we, like, we hustled three hours out of his life. Fucking right idiot. Yeah. We're hustlers. So we'll, we'll end the cast on this note. Graham, okay. our number one fan, got hustled hard today. Yeah. And we'll hustle. If he, if he ever listens to this, <laughs> if he gets this far, I understand if he doesn't, because we're at like two hours and 10 minutes. Jeez. Great. Hey, you did say we have to top it every episode. Have to just keep did going. I say that? We've done well. I think we've done. You well. you noted a, you noted a trend early on of how we just yeah. kept getting longer and longer. Yeah. Well, then we kind of like maxed out though for a while. We were at like kind of mm-hmm. doing an hour, 20, hour thirty, like pretty common. Yeah. But now we're just like we're talking politics. We're talking religion. We're talking exactly. what mafia we would join. <laughs> we're just out here hustling, you guys. The critter pit is getting legit. That's all wasting your guys' time. But yeah, like, I don't know, for some reason, when we went online, we just, uh, we have a lot more to say, which I thought it would be the opposite, but. Really? 
I think it's just well, when we did it previously, we kind of had time constraints. That's true. Like we always classes. like um, we recorded in like a two-hour break, so I guess that makes sense. They would always be like an hour. Here break. we have like we can just pull up all these resources online. We can watch videos together, <laughs> and we can, we can break down the Dune. We uh, can do this. Yeah, we could not do that in the studio. Oh my god, I can see the Critter Fit online ones now. <laughs> it doesn't awesome. go all the way. I didn't edit yeah. it. Yeah. Mayo for Sarah. Mayo for Sarah. That's great content. Yeah. Um, I always try to start podcasts by going, What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? That's a classic Carlos. He goes, what's up, what's up, what's up? Big connect. connect. Hey, hey, hey. That was like wow. a stink. I know. That was beautiful. Okay. That was beautiful. That was another we've episode. Gone on, we've gone, we've gone over. We've gone over time. We, yeah. we've got to get out of here. Um, do you have any more notes on the Christian ideology? Um, yeah. Leave it. <laughs> I don't know. Leave it. Leave it in the past. Yeah, I think it's. It, it does die. do a lot of good for people, but if I had to choose a f- future with or without it, would you choose a future? Would you? Fuck, I'm trying to think. <laughs> you can't, because I think of poor old Sean, and yeah, but his life how, is probably better think for it. How liberate? No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, Sean. I, I don't think anybody's getting this far in the podcast, so I'm just gonna yeah speak my mind a little bit i just think about like how like free his mind could be you know i could be that expression is you know whatever it's just like but when you're kind of trapped in those constraints yeah i think it's certainly constraining but also there's the thought that for some people it might add a good structure to their lives they're more like spiritually inclined that's true but adds a more fulfilling quality but to make a stance, I'd probably choose a future without it, just because people use it to justify so much hate and murder, where it's like, yeah, you guys, we don't need that. And if I could choose a future without that, I probably would. Sorry. I know it's controversial to say, but I would choose a future with peace and not war. Yeah. I'd also say, um, last thing on conservatives, I said earlier they do not like being called hateful. It's very funny when they try to flip the script and be like, no, no, no. It's you guys are really who are the hateful ones. It's You're attacking us. You're attacking us for our ideology and our religious beliefs. But it's like, can you really say that in good faith when, you're yeah. enti- when your ideology is based upon bigotry. hatred, <laughs> yeah, hatred and like- bigotry? Are we really being hateful for reacting to that? I don't know, dude. I think you have a baby brain, <laughs> a, a small little toddler brain. Yeah, if you say stuff like that, they got a and they got a smooth brain. Let's your brain say. has unfortunately been mushed by yep. grifters. My brain's been mushed, but not by, by films. grifters. I think. <laughs> by films and drugs. By films and drugs. <laughs> Hi, I'll agree to that, bro. Yeah. All right. And maybe and... one Go last ahead. funny thing. My okay. brain's been mushed by probably dairy products. Yeah. I, I... Oh, Graham just texted. Y'all still <laughs> recording? Yep. Yes.
want, <laughs> want to say bye to Critter Nish. Yeah, let's get Graham in here for the for him to say goodbye. <laughs> we did just roast him. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Come on, Graham, get in here. Get in here. Graham's saying G's because he realizes he has to watch it. Why yeah, are you in the shower to. on your phone? What? No, not in oh. our... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Let's delete that. Didn't mean oh, to say damn. that. I was going to hit him with a surprise. Oh, he's here. Yeah. Are you in the shower right now? We Graham? were just signing off. Right. Graham? <laughs> <laughs> Grammy, <laughs> what's up? What's up, bro? What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the critter pit. <laughs> Welcome to the critter pit. Thank you. Um, we went a little off rails. Yeah, we've been, it's it's been a long episode. It has been. We just wanted to get you in here to say goodbye. Yeah, you're ending it off. Yeah, yep. we could go for another two hours. That's possible. But we know you need to shower. So, what do you want to eventually get to a four hour episode? Sorry, what? How do you want to end this one off? We leave it to you. You get to do the outro. Um, The final words. Oh, we do need an outro. Three, two, one, go. And find like a royalty free uh, electronic house dance music. Song like that. Do, 